Hello and welcome to Rhyme of the Frost Maiden here on Dork Tales. How's everybody doing tonight? This is Monday night. Hope you're feeling all right. Yes. All right. Uh, so hi everybody. I am Kelly, the Dungeon Master here at Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, and pretty much universally on Dork Tales because I run way too many games. Um, I use he and him, and I am incredibly excited to be here at episode twenty four of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. That is like that is over. That is over almost a year. That's almost a year. We have two more games before we will be pl have been playing for a long, like half a year. That's ridiculous. Oh my God. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, this game is, is getting longer. Uh, so tonight, the characters are returning from the Black Cabin, where a couple of them died. They got better. And uh, are headed down to meet... Um, in the mines of Tourmaline to see if they can resurrect a friend of theirs with a diamond. Uh, that's going to be tonight, and uh, after that, they're going to head up, hopefully, to the island of Sol Solstice because we all. Whenever I name an episode, there's always a coin toss of if we'll actually hit that episode title. So we'll see how it goes. Ooh, and hello, thank you for the raid. So why don't we go ahead and introduce ourselves? Uh, going through, um, let's start with Robin. Hello. Hi everyone, I'm Robin, and I'm playing Feastra Dankil, a maintenance wolf barbarian. Nice, good to see you. Oh, and I use she, they pronouns, and Vistra uses she, her. Sounds good. All right, uh, Katarina, you just picked up a point of determination. Uh, hey. Hello, speaking of you, hello Mike. Hey everyone, my name is Mike, and I use they, them pronouns, and tonight I am playing Katarina Firestring, she is our human bard, and she currently doesn't have a violin. Oh, oh yeah. It got, it I got blown up. Blowed up. I blew it up. So Oops. Now she can't oh, no. play rock and roll while she's casting. Rude. All right. Hello, Christine. Hello. I'm Christine. I go by she, her, and I am playing the most adorable, fantastically awesome, Callie Thornhill. She is our halfling druid, and she is just fantastically cute. That's true. And finally, from downtown, Hayden. What's up, my boys? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Hayden Davio. Um, I'm playing Lysithian Callisto, the moon elf wizard. I use they, them pronouns, and so does Lysithian, so it makes it, makes it easy for you. It does. And Lysithian can actually be called a moon elf now. I can see it now, and I'm not lying. <laughs> oh, that's great. Also, hello, second raid. Good to see you, too. Hello, my god, raiders. Raiders, it's great to see everybody. You came in at the perfect time. We're just getting started. All right, right at the beginning. Here we go. All right, Roll20 is up for you to listen to music if you'd like. Uh, Hayden, I know you prefer to listen to your own music, so we're not going to need maps very much tonight, so... Do, do your thing. Have God of War playing in your ears or whatever you need. Yay, beach. All right. <laughs> and uh, all right. So with that reminder, everybody gets a point of inspiration at the start of game. You all. Uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it. And uh, just keep track of the determination that comes in. Okay. I think everyone but Callie has one right now. Oh, well, someone fix that. All right. <clears throat> Not that I ever use it that often. <laughs> And thank you for the follows you and subs. Just roll so hard. Um, 
And right before we begin, just a quick thing. If you like what we're doing tonight and you like Wizards of the Coast modules, tomorrow night we are starting the first episode of Candlekeep Mysteries here on Dorktales. It'll also be posted on our YouTube uh, within 48 hours, so come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, and with that... <clears throat> Aw, thank you, Triselta. <laughs> All right. So, and we're getting a, a third raid. Another raid! Oh, my oh, God! My God. Hi, Hello. everybody! Hello! Hi. Hi! Okay. All right, we should We're start. We're just getting started. It's a good timing. There we go. All right. Dang. So, uh, thank you so much for all the raids. Let us start our game. All right. It came open again. I'm sorry. It just wants me to show off my, my manly chest. There we go. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> with the black cabin behind you, the members of Caveat Emptor, headed south, traveling on dog sled, pulled ever onward. You had quite the adventure. Met a god, died, got better, and now are cresting the, uh, the western edge of the Lonely Wood, down toward the town that bears its name. Your dogs are happy. Excited now that Oriel's minions, the, the Cold Light Walkers, and those methods are defeated. They pull the sleds across the vast expanse of white. And as they do, the light from, from that device, from the star, begins to fade as night settles down on the land. But even now, as you're going, you can hear the sound of birds awakened from their early hibernation, calling overhead, circling and following you. Who has that magic device, the star, on them? The summer star. Not me. <laughs> Vistra had it last. Vistra had it last. Vistra had it last. Vistra, do you still have that? Um, probably might want to give it to Lysithin maybe at some point during the travels, being like, you're it's the magic me. user, you take it. Last time I touched it, everyone died. Hot so, potato, uh, not it. It's yours. While that's fair, um, I don't really think it's that big a deal now that you fixed it. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but I don't I'll... trust myself. Also. Understandable. Every one of you. As you left the cabin, you felt a sense of peace. As you mounted onto the backs of your sleds and began riding, you felt the rays of dawn, even this late in the day through the break in the cloud cover, kiss the sides of your cheeks. A bit of warmth that sent a shiver down your spine. Each of you has gained a permanent blessing. The blessing of the Morning Lord. Each of you gain 10 temporary hit points every day at dawn. Ooh. Temporary hit points, just a quick reminder, because not every game uses them. Uh, you lose them first and may not regain them uh, through any means aside from means that grant you temporary hit points. Uh, if you have two sources of temporary hit points, they do not stack. You take the higher of the two. Okay. Now, what you've surmised about this item is that the Summer Star 
can be used to cast Control Weather. Quite a powerful spell. This needs to go somewhere where it can do the most good. You have some thinking to do. Who deserves this the most? But that's a question for later. Now you have a mission. You're on the edge of Lonelywood, hearing the sound of distant howls echoing across the tundra. But nothing comes. They give you a wide berth there as, as, the, um, as the rays begin to darken, as the sky begins to darken, as the sun begins its natural descent. It was just a pocket of light, but sometimes that's all it takes. Several hours later, as it is purely dark, you will find yourselves rolling in beneath Lonelywood into the town of Tourmaline. Now, Tourmaline, as you've already been there, hugs Mare du Alden. And as you approach, you can see that there are not many people out in the streets. It's, well... It's a lonely town. That being said, though, as you ride in, you can hear the sound of a bit of revelry coming from the Blue Clam, a dockside tavern. Out front, smoking a long pipe, is one of the kobolds that you helped acclimatize into the town, trading around this long hash pipe with another human townsfolk. No, it's... It's, look, look, what, what, what? It's Puff Puff Pass, Puff Puff Pass, on the left. The cobalt holds his hands up and extends fingers. Left? Yes, like an L. That's, that's your left. He then passes the pipe over to the right. Oh, whatever. Hmm. Hey, hey! The cobalt yells and waves as you pass. Hey! Good see! Good see! Good see you! Hello. Alright. So How are things going? <laughs> uh, he launches into a complete giggle fit. He's not used to enjoying this type of halfling weed, and it is definitely kicking his ass. Oh... Not everyone can handle the halfling's leaf. It's the true. It's true. It's uh, true. We're just too tough for you lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't know me there, Kelly. We haven't Sounds like you probably can't handle it, can you? Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> me, me, me fine, me fine. Good time, good time. This is nice town, nice town, nice people. Lots, lots work. Make many shinies. Shiny coppers. Good. Very happy to hear that. Mm. 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 Uh, Trek's not so happy. Wings break, but he's okay. He now talk normal again. Oh, good. Thank you, Fix. How you fix? Hit head? Hit head. Yes. In mm. a Hit sense, head. yes. Hit head always works. Mm. A good dunk. Yeah, good dunk, good dunk. Good dunk. Should we head towards yeah. the mines? 
Mm, mine's not uh, not open now. Mine's open late. Or mine's closed early. Mine's no mines. No mines. You done work, so you're enjoying the the belief, and it's mm. not going to be open till morning. That's what you're trying to say. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that, 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 that. Who? We have to wait till morning, guys. Who is in charge of the mines? Well, that's um. Begins giggling. The human will look over and say, "I work in the mines too." Uh, you want to find Oris, Oris Matthew, Oris? the speaker. He's taken over the mines now and is, is organizing everything after the protests. Perfect. You know what okay, Oris is? He's still at Speaker's Hall right now. Fantastic. Thank you. Good to know. Thank you very much. Ah, you're welcome. Take care. You too. Enjoy. All right, let's try this again. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> You'll just hear giggling as you ride off. I guess off to the... Uh, it seems like they really fit in well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and glad to see they've why, integrated so well. This is why we help people so they can do that. Hmm. So they can puff, puff, pass, if you will. Yes. I figured <laughs> they'd have some of that up here. Um, it's not terribly far from the blue clam, riding down through toward Town Hall. Now, Town Hall, as you have been there before, is a large building. It's fairly unassuming, though. It's um, it's comfortable. And out front on the patio, you can see a lantern dangling, burning off a trace of whale oil. The front door is jiggling on its hinges, and um, you can see Oris Mastu, that large half-orc that he is, working as quickly as he can in his cold-weather clothing on the hinges of his door. Inside, you can see light spilling out from um, from just an oil stove. No one's burning wood this time of year. About this time of this cursed existence in Icewind Dale. He looks over and notices you as you arrive and says, um, Can I help you? Do you need a hand with your hinges? Is that Vistra? Yeah. I can't see shit in this cold. Come on over. I'll cast light in my hand as we ah. keep going just to give us. Hey, you're wizards, right? Uh, I am. Do you Why? have Do you have mending? Uh, no, I don't. Sorry. Damn. All right. Um, actually, if one of you can hold this door for me, the damn thing keeps slipping. We, um... I had a bit of a disagreement yesterday with uh, one of the foremen in the mine. He uh, slipped and flew out the door and down the stairs. I don't know how it happened. Mmm, the shame. Hmm, yeah, well, going things... to insight check him. Okay, go ahead. I have some smith tools. I don't know if they would help put your doll back together. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. As you step forward, are you going up the stairs to meet him? Mm -hmm. uh, your foot is going to scrape against what feels like a rock. On the on the stair, and as you glance down, you'll see it's a molar. He'll glance down, look at what you saw, and well, I mean, he fell, but I helped. All sorts of disagreements. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. What sort of disagreement led to uh, losing a tooth? 
He was, um... Well, you remember we... Uh, Vistra, can you help me hammer this in? I'll, yeah. I'll talk while I work. I don't want to let too much cold out. Basically, one of the foremen was in leagues with those, um... With those crooked sentries we had. Mm-hmm. He was trying to stir up shit inside of the mines, and... To be honest, I've just had too much of it. I invited him over for a drink, thought we'd talk about it, and he got a little bit, um, he tried lying about it, and then he tried threatening me, and I don't know, next thing I know, he's fallen down the stairs. I guess I just don't take threats as well as I used to. I cannot say I blame you, so. I think that before, before the four of you showed up, I was starting to get a little beaten down. We're very uplifting. I figure I'd rather face my enemies face to face than try to avoid conflict. I guess what you mean. I mean, besides, the worst that'll happen is they'll string me up. You're friends with Caveat Emptor. I think we can protect you if that happens. I'm really hoping so. Because if uh, if that ever happens, I'm expecting you to come and do a dramatic rescue. Uh, Vistra, can you make me a um, make me a? Are you are you proficient with the Smith's tools? Yes. Okay, go ahead and make me a roll. So you can go ahead and do that with proficiency and with bonus. Okay. What bonus am I doing? Uh, you're using. This is going to be. You know what? I'm going to say it's wisdom. It's going to be your wisdom mod because it's knowing how to do this correctly so oh, that no. wind doesn't get in and cold doesn't get in. Oh, Dwarf, no. Dwarves Pray are great at sealing entrances. Mm-hmm. Also, I just wanted to say real quick, out, uh, out of character, quick, happy birthday tomorrow, Rose. Happy, happy birthday. Okay, so anyway, back in, but I didn't <laughs> want to let that pass. Okay. So, Ten? Ten? Okay. <laughs> All right, so as you lean up and start putting uh, putting the door back on, he'll start hammering, and the door will just, like, slip out of your, your fingers and fall down. <laughs> Maybe I didn't explain the concept right. I want the door on the hinges. Let's try this again. Yes. Okay, it's well, been I... a bit since I fixed a door. Well, fair. I've been a hero lately. All right. Yeah, well, be a hero to this door. Come on, one more time. Ah, that's much better on his sake. All right, give me oh, a roll. Oh, that's, that's better. That's going to be do, 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 dirty 20. Dirty 20? Dirty 20. All right, perfect. So after another minute or two of hammering, you'll be able to notch the door uh, nice and sturdy so that it even latches again. Great. Come on inside. Let's get out of this damn cold. And he'll reach up and grab the lantern that's dangling from that hook outside. Why don't we uh, try not to have uh, too many accidental... Slip and falls after, you know. You don't have to keep putting it back on its hinges. You know what? I think after that, there aren't going to be any more. The, um... The guards that were here realized they weren't wanted. They've uh, headed over to Lonely Wood or down to, um, to Targus. <laughs> Good riddance. The ones who stuck around are being a little better behaved. I can't stand people that abuse their power like that. Now, their weight around. 
Tell me, I heard a story about a dragon made of metal. Oh, yes. Oh, Tell me. Um, oh. Essentially, I don't know if you heard anything about the Durgar <clears throat> attacks that have been going around, and the Durgar were making their way through the Ten Towns, essentially, and causing mm -hmm. all kinds of trouble. Mm -hmm. Their king, essentially, Zadrak, he had worked to create... Uh, a giant dragon construct out of Chardalion. Chardalion. What is that? It is essentially a magic black crystal that can... Uh, the black corrupt... metal? The black metal, yes, essentially. Okay. It is um, It is dangerous in a lot of ways, but also incredibly fascinating. It has... In very intense magical properties like you can imbue it mm. with darker magic or light magic it's a it's very hard to explain ice bitch likes it a lot ice yeah, bitch kind of makes to... it go insane a little bit yes it can uh cause mental instability i've heard that there's okay. a lot of it around um thankfully we've mm -hmm. never had any in our minds or anything it's been mostly over to the east yes we've been finding it everywhere as we've been traveling around uh but essentially the uh the dragon was made of chartalin, and um, it made quite a mess of many mm. of the towns. It did blow up very well, though. It yeah. did. Which <laughs> town was just a smoking crater? I forgot. Uh, that would be uh, Dugan's Hole, which is literal now. Uh, but also, um, so Dugan's Hole. Carradineval. Uh, uh, yeah, Carradineval is pretty messed up, and good meat is gone. Mm-hmm. East yeah, there was two that were gone, gone, and then two that got messed up. Yeah, Cairdinaval is is gone except for the keep. Um, yeah. So three three are basically gone. Um, East Haven is half destroyed, and Karakonig is mostly destroyed, but everybody survived, give or take. So that's pretty great. Yeah. 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 So Callie will kind of like mention that. Hmm. That's unfortunate. If, um, hey, I'll tell you what, S supplies are pretty scarce up here, but if you're down in Bryn Shander with all of them refugees that, down, that are down there, if any of them are hardy and want to work for food, we did just lose a bunch of people in the mines and our soldiery. We could take a few more, maybe a, a couple dozen. A couple dozen? Sure. Uh, that's probably mention most. it to the speaker when we're down there. I'm, I'm sure some people would, would love to take you up on that offer. Yeah, they're quite pressed for Which, spice and resources. Speaking mm. of all that, we actually mm -hmm. did have a reason to stop by. Okay. Oh, I keep screwing up his name. So to, it's... Like, oh, Tro Tro name. Tro Trovis? <laughs> Trovis. Um, Speaker Trovis did not survive... No. Oh. Um, reprimanding the Durgar? Reprimanding them. Yeah. We had some words. I see. We reprimanded them with fire and It was stuff like uh, blight and demons. fireball. and. Yeah. We went to go attack but... their fortress and kill their king. The cleric in Brinchander needs a gem to be able to cast a spell to help them. We need a diamond. Big diamond. Oh. Worth big? about 300 gold about. 
300? 300 gold. It is to save a life. I feel like... And I don't mean to throw our name or wait around, especially after the guards, but I feel perhaps after what we've done with the Chadlin dragon and what we've done around, maybe we can cut some kind of deal? I do have one, but it's... Um... It's a bit bigger than that. Um, by estimate, I'd say it's probably worth about... Probably about three times that. Oh, wow. I'd be... I'd be willing to let it go for cheaper, of course. Um, I think normally, in an ideal market, it would probably go for between nine and a thousand, depending on who the buyer was. It's a large, flawless thing about the size of uh, about the size of a baby's fist. How much do you have on you? <laughs> can Can you do? Let me look. Fifteen. Fifteen. Gold? Nobody pays us in money. Nobody really pays us. Wait, we don't. Fifteen. I have two hundred and forty-three gold. How did you manage that? Where did you get the money? Since when do we have any cash? We don't get paid in money. We don't get paid. We just kind of zip what? around and hide it from the fed. dragon. We got, I was about to say, what happened to all the money you took from, from the, the dragon? You did take a ton of gold from the dragon. Yeah, like, I have 800 gold. Yeah. Did it, okay, I... But, and we got 2,000 gold. I know why. It's because I wrote it down in one of my notebooks that I don't have on me, and I didn't put on my Because I don't have the party like loot. Dum -dum. I don't have our party loot. I just That's what Vist just has, personally, from, like, every time we, like, shared stuff up. Who is the party? Oh, yeah. We've never shared stuff up. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we did a lot of times. Put it in the chat. Yeah, I in our Zoom put chat. It in the chat. I usually put it in the chat, but I I don't have that notebook on me. And apparently, we sold the cauldron for five hundred gold. Oh, we sold it for like two grand. We've made a ton of money off things. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have I have almost eight hundred copper, just under seven hundred. You uh, say eight hundred copper. Silver. And then 805 gold. How do you have How eight, you have that you, much wait, wait, copper? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Are you, how are you transporting 800 copper? That's like 200 pounds. Oh, no, that's just what I have written down. Um, yeah, that's just what I have written down in, in my loot sheet. Well. So it, we, you, you should all have a good chunk of money. Yeah, because yeah, I have something to drag got 15 gold. I don't. This I know. Two hundred and forty-three gold, two hundred and forty-seven silver. I believe you. I just didn't transfer it to my D and D Beyond, and I don't mm. have that. Do you, actually? I might have that notebook in one of my bags. I mean, okay. you know, I've I've made a good couple hundred gold doing performances and stuff as well. So it's yeah, like, I started out with nothing. You haven't made so a couple hundred gold doing performances. Oh no, I've only made about. You've, you've uh, made about uh, fifty gold, maybe. I yeah. found the notebook now. Just because there's no way people are going to give yeah. you like a hundred bucks each for a, for a performance. Yeah, right. that's right. I, I was thinking. Allie's been quite yeah, carefully avoiding yeah. paying for anything because she yeah. has no money. Yeah, no, we've, um, yeah, I, this is like, Vistra had nothing at the start of this game, pretty much. Uh, that, that's all I have from what like Hayden's told us at splitting up. Like that, I haven't. Uh, might have you taken have, extra from the dragon? Uh, you have a, you have 221 gold pieces from the hold of the ship. 
You have a indigo fabric, you have three pieces of quartz, you have a single aquamarine, aquamarine cracked down the center. You have a scrimshaw figure of an anchor, of an archer etched with a magical script. You have a black pearl, a peridot carved in the shape of a leaf, a drift globe, a quiver that appears to be pretty neat. You have seven garnets, a ceremonial bronze bowl, bowl inlaid with carnelians. Like, I don't know who wrote this stuff down, but it's it's there. I swear I wrote it down. All right, let me go back. Oops, I'm, sorry. I'm looking. I found my notebook that it usually is in, so I'm just like... Okay, there's the pirate ship game. Yeah, yeah and, I and, have... Oh, And, Lord, like, I, I keep the party loot for the for Shards of Nern. Yeah. But I haven't had a party loot. Yeah, you noped out of that when we went to this one. I thought that it was Lysithian or Vistra that was keeping. Yeah, I wrote some stuff down. Me. For I have, I have found this stuff from the dragon, from the the, um, the ship. I have those exact notes, and then I have what we have divided up as well. And then I also have medical kits. Shit, I forgot to have three medical kits from that ship. Good job, Vistra. Um, you say, how many copper coins did you say you had, Mike? Um. <laughs> 785, apparently. I mean, that. Uh, yeah, that's just what I have written down. Uh, so, just a quick reminder uh, that they is. They were looking notes for it. Uh, so, that is. Heavy. Yeah. Mm, that is. Oh, you know what? That's only seven pounds worth of copper. Beef. It's probably still a huge ass bag on the sled. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like a backpack full. So if that's yeah. that that's that's how many that's how much pennies weigh. And so a thousand pennies is three kilograms. Mm. So, so that needs to get that needs to get exchanged. Yeah, that needs to go 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 get in some penny stocks. Get some stocks. Yeah. <laughs> some stones. Um, that's all I can find for what I wrote down was the dragon stuff from the pirate yeah. ship. Yeah. Um, I think Hayden. I remember doing a lot of the math, telling us what we did, and every time I did, I just added it to my sheet. Yeah, I had yeah, it like written down I in the chat. Did. I can't for some reason I can't find it in like my mm -hmm. like little like. Well, I know here, that you didn't unload any in. of your. You didn't go and sell like these bowls and things to people. Like you couldn't find anywhere to unload this money because no one really had it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna assume that you have the gems as trade goods. Okay. Cool. I mean, Callie will happily take that paradox in the shape of a leaf. I mean, that makes the most sense, I think. I know. I remember I took the black pearl because I put it in my notes on here. Yeah, because like on D and D Beyond, mm -hmm. I took it for magic use. Um. So let me. Just I have 600 gold worth of garnets. I have a pebble-sized turmoil. Yeah, I I don't think I took any gold when we were on the ship with the dragon. I was just no. going for that shitty fucking. Yeah, fake I grabbed. Wand. Oh, I, I think take I grabbed an money. extra. I grabbed an extra seventy-two gold from the chest in the captain's quarters when none of y'all were with me. So yeah, no, yeah, I, I was just you going took for, it and I didn't, didn't say anything. Any money. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. So. Uh, so with that, I have no idea how much gold you have. It got a little complex after that. Y'all you know? go do your accounting because I don't have time to do that for you. Um, okay. and, uh, uh, but you would have the, the items, for example, the, uh, the aquamarine, the quartz, uh, the, 
the griffin with the gold inlay. The black pearl has already been spoken for. Uh, and you would have the three-foot diameter ceremonial bronze bowl. Did you grab that, or did you leave it? I think we took it. Did we no, no. It? I remember we took it, because I, I remember writing it down. I can't find the note, but I do remember mm. writing it down. And Mike, you said you have the seven garnets, right? Yeah, I have a bunch of garnets. Yeah, you should have seven. Yes, I do. And there was also a suit of mithril armor, which I think you did sell or trade. Did we? Or is it still in your bag? I, I think, think it's still in the bag. I think it's in my bag. Would, we thought you could use it, Hayden, but then I think we figured yeah, out it turned you out couldn't. Not. Yeah, I couldn't use it. Yeah, and Vistra would have, we figured out that my it's it's less than my unarmored defense, so Vistra wasn't going to wear it. And can't use it because it's metal. Yeah, yeah. so Cat mm -hmm. so was we the sell only one it? who could... Someone, someone go back and so watch all long. the episodes and tell us. Yeah. Yeah, someone tell us in chat because I don't fucking remember. Yeah. Yes, it's tax oh. season, guys. Don't forget to do your taxes. Death and taxes. Okay. Well, death was last game. Taxes yeah. is yeah. this game. All right. So, enough of this exciting, exciting tax talk. Uh, so. <laughs> or what do you have? Yes. So, do you have anything that you could trade? Well, now I'll start digging through my bag. I'm pretty broke money-wise, but we have, I'll pull out the aquamarine, and I'll put that on the table, dig through I have thought. this magic bag that you can pull out an animal, like, randomly three times a day if you want. Can you Why eat them? do you, I mean. No. You did hack one to death in a store, but that's. Yeah, but it disappeared time. in a cloud of poof. Yes, well, as it is known I, to do. I have about 600 gold worth of garnets. I have six of them. Okay, that'll... Hey. that'll... So, let me see this aquamarine real quick. And he'll no, I'll pass it to him. Take a look at it. He'll hold it up to the light and peer into it. Okay, so... This is pretty good. Uh, was, the aqu was this one the one you got from the ship? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just see, because then that's where it has its, its value. Uh, aquamarine, aquamarine... I see the seven garnets here. I see statue of a griffin, black pearl. Was the aquamarine from the mind flare oh. mine stuff? Yeah, was it? Yeah, so I think uh, it was. From, it yeah. was from Tourmaline then. So one yeah. sec. Then. Because uh, yeah, we got the, the the little tiny little pebble stuff. Oh, that's right. You got like the little aquamarine from inside of the the Cavern mining thing. Yeah. But you got an okay one, I think. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was a, it was a tourmaline, right? Yeah. Yeah, not an aquamarine. It was a tourmaline. Oh, yeah, it was a tourmaline, yes. Was it... Tourmaline. How big was it? Um, let me check if I find the note. Was it acorn size or pebble sized? I think we've got different sized ones. Yeah, I think most of you got pebble sized on... ones. I think the pebble sized. Okay. I think Vistra did well, but I'm not... I'm trying to find which episode with that, that was. Mm. That was a while ago. Okay. Yeah, it was. All right. I can... Uh... Well, I can absolutely take these. These will just about cover it. The garnets and the the, the tourmaline's nice. Um, with this, um, value or or coin worth about 150. I hear that you're rattling around a lot out there in your sleigh. Do you got a bunch of uh, spare coins? Yeah, I have a whole bunch of copper that I need to unload. Yeah, bring it in. Copper spends and it melts down pretty well. Uh, so 150 
A hundred gold would be a thousand copper, right? Yeah. Okay. I would just dump like all the hundred places of your copper. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got seven hundred eighty-five copper. I mean, I'll count. Ali's gonna start going wide-eyed in the corner, like. I pick up everything I see. I like money. That's very fair. If we're on an adventure and I see money, I pick it up. As long as it doesn't belong to somebody, I take it. Yeah. If it belongs to somebody, I don't take it. That's stealing and that's wrong. Depends on the situation. But, that's um... Fair. I have four gold. That's about it. Forty. I'm fifteen. All right. Last well, time we shopped, I bought spell components. So. I'll take seven hundred and fifty of the copper, and uh, beyond that. How I'm, how short are we right now? About one hundred and forty. Uh, I can I can toss it. In. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Go ahead and do that, and then this is yours, and uh, or then it's yours. Just let me go get it, okay? Sure. He'll head off into the one of the back rooms, and you'll hear the sound of a hatch opening. About five minutes pass, and a couple minutes later, he'll come back up, and uh, wrapped in an oily cloth that looks like it's almost like the gears of a clock or something, right? Like, it, like who would wrap a diamond in this? Well, apparently he would. Unwrapping it, you'll see that, in fact, there is a diamond about... Uh, about the size of an unshelled walnut. Flawless and beautiful. Here we go. Maybe not, maybe not a baby's hand, but you get my idea. These are pretty rare around here. So be careful. Sure. I'll take it and I'll put it in my uh, inventory. How much was it worth? Just so I can... Uh, it was worth 900. Cool. Cool. The spell requires 500, just so you know how to character. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Alright, well... You all headed down tonight or do you need a place to crash? The Brinchander is about another one, another about four hours away. And uh, what time is it, Kelly? Uh, right now? Mm. Mm, it's about 8 o'clock at night. We should probably avoid traveling in the dark. I'd say let's probably take a rest tonight. Know if the inn has any space? Mm, no, but we do. The inn might, but you could always just set up bunk here and save your money. That would be good. I don't. I don't have much. Yeah, I think here sounds good to me. Sounds I, good. I might go, I might go see pretty. if the inn has if the inn has a nice suite, and then I'm gonna just play a bunch of music. For it. Oh, I can't play any music right now. Hmm. You could I always don't have sing. A violin. I could sing. After all, I, I do I I do table. like I do like private rooms anyway, so. That's fair. I could, I could be your backup uh, vocalizer. You want to hear me beatbox? <laughs> you know. If you do, if if you, if you if you beatbox a song for me, I'll buy you a drink. What's a beatbox? <laughs> 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 
I believe it is something along the lines of boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Something exactly, like exactly like that. Yeah, that's accurate, actually. Hmm. Well. You're welcome to stay here. You can try try your hand at the end. I have no idea if they have space. I'm good to bunk here, to be honest. No, here sounds fine to me, honestly. Good. I'm going to go spend some time at the inn anyways, so... If not, Why? I'll be It's a good place to make money. I didn't realize that was your profession. Well, I mean, I can sing. Then you want to go to the tavern. <laughs> The That's only type of singing you're going to do at the inn is, uh, never mind. <laughs> I, I mean, as, as long as it's a girl, I don't really mind. <laughs> well, most of the women in town are married, so I'd prefer yeah. you not stir that pot. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. Alright. Well, if you change your mind, just knock on the side door. That's where we'll be. Sounds good. Okay. With that, he'll set you up for the night. Uh, Kat, you said you're gonna go head to the, uh, to the Blue Clam and try to do some work? Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you gonna try to do? I'm just doing, doing some singing. Okay. Sounds good. Role? So, go ahead and make me a performance roll. Now, the fishers of Tourmaline typically finish their days off in the Blue Clam, seated on long benches near one of the long hearths to warm their feet while they fill bellies with spiced chowder. The smell of roasting and and just brilliantly seared knucklehead trout is at once enticing and sickening. For the amount of trout you've had in the last two years, you're starting to hate the look of it, the smell of it, the feel of it, and even just the thought of this damn fish As you head inside, you'll see beautiful works of Scrimshaw hung on the walls around you. Now, some of the trappers in Lonelywood okay, uh, came down a little while ago, so you'll actually be able to smell a different type of meat tonight. It smells a little gamey, a little bit older, but it smells like roasting, uh, uh, roasting hair and uh, a little bit of moose, actually. Oh, she's going to get some moose. Okay. Um, I got a 27 on my performance roll. Okay. Uh, so your chowder is going to be free. Um, Yay. So. Let's see. Making like, like three gold tonight. We will see. <laughs> I think you're, you're assuming that people have a lot more money than they do. <laughs> Remember that a gold's like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. So, let's find out how much money these people have. Yeah, you know, actually, it's better than I thought. Um, that'll be... Two of these bad boys. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, you're gonna make... Uh, you're actually gonna make three gold, uh, and two silvers. Nice. As well as a cup, a smattering of coppers that you're gonna probably spend on a drink immediately. Yeah. So that don't even good. don't even bother to write write the coppers down. Uh, the chowder is going to be nice and filling. And if you want to order a haunch of moose, a steak of it will cost you um, uh, 
if it's the moose, it's going to cost you five silvers for a stake of it. Um, the hair, getting a leg of hair, is going to cost you uh, three silvers. I'll stick with the moose, I think. Okay. All right, so that'll take you down a little bit, but you'll have a pretty solid time. You'll sing, and you'll even hear some rumors kicking around here. Ooh, what kind of rumors do I hear? Uh, well, you're going to hear. Let's see. Uh, you're going to hear that recently, the uh, the trappers from Lonelywood that brought down that moose haunch, well, they're lucky to have done so, because there's a white moose on the loose in the Lonelywood. It's a dread white moose, smarter than the average moose, deadlier, and uh, has actually managed to well, cripple a couple of loggers and hunters. It attacks them on sight, and even some of their best hunters can't catch it, find hide nor hair of it. It finds them like a ghost. It's this a massive albino beast. Besides that, uh, you'll hear that uh, before... Well, actually, let's see if they actually heard about what happened to Dugan's Hole. Uh, they have. Uh, they've heard that Dugan's Hole has been overrun by winter wolves. Something that you can attest to, actually. Um, but since the town was leveled, the wolves are picking across the remains, and that it's probably best to stay away from there. Um, and then finally, the last rumor that you'll hear is... Let's go to the advanced rumors. You will hear... <laughs> There's an old man, grizzled and wearing his beard along his chin, down to the front of his shirt to keep his neck warm. His lip is scarred and stained from spit juice as he squirts a bit of tobacco into a receptacle. You looking for a story? I can give you a story. I'm always looking for a good story. I keep telling everyone. The everlasting rhyme isn't the Frost Maidens doing. It's actually the Arcane Brotherhood. Plotting another takeover of the Ten Towns. Wizard who was burned a while ago in East Haven. He admitted to being one of them. He said there were other Wizards like him, lurking among us. I think Valus Gant, he's behind it, no doubt. Scoundrel, he's locked away up in Revel's End. Doesn't make him any less dangerous. He's planning something. And my thought is that he's trapped behind bars. And that's where he wants to be. Nice and safe, where he can puppet master everything. Someone should go and find out what he knows. Even if they gotta put the screws to him. Oh, that's good to know. Um, Kelly? Yeah. So, where about is Revel's End? Mm, make me a history roll. Coming up. Twelve. Twelve? Uh, it's up by the Sea of Moving Ice in the north. Oh, okay. 
So actually near where we're going. Uh, it's, it's nearer to where you are than where you're where you're headed. So mm. uh, basically, it's probably about fifteen hours north of uh, the Black Cabin. Okay. But it's kind of, yeah, it is in the direction of um, uh, it is in the direction of where Valen seems to think the Frost Maiden is. Okay, good to know. And so that's all I hear tonight? That's all you hear, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, and then, is there room at the end? There is. Uh, it'll cost you those other two gold that you uh, that you earned. That's fair. Space is, uh, space is pretty much at a premium, but at least you didn't lose anything out of your own stash tonight. As you head inside, the um, the woman who's working there, a a willowy teenager, actually more than a woman, named Marta, uh, is going to uh, open the door for you as you knock and peer out as the door is buffeted in against her. Hello? Good evening. Um, coming to stay or coming back for the night? Coming to stay. Um, sure, we've still got another room. Come on in. And she'll open the door for you. Inside, the place looks a mess. And as you look at her, you see that she is, of course, a willowy teenager. The, uh, a dusting of acne across her cheek, as well as it looks like some pockmarks from growing up. Um, probably not the most nutritious upbringing. Uh, as you head inside, you can hear dogs barking in the stables nearby. And uh, on her apron, you can see that there's... Um, it looks like a couple of spills from cleaning and things like that, but you also get a, just the barest hint that there's a bit of vomit on her apron. She smells like someone who's been taking care of someone. Yeah, are you having a rough day? Oh, um... Uh, every day's rough, but uh, they can't all be bad. Um, just, uh, m m my paw's sick. Um, um, but it's fine. Um, uh, um, like I said, we've got one room in the basement. It's the last one. It's, it's kind of a big one. Um, but I, unfortunately, our, our prices are a little high right now. Um, it's, it's two gold for the evening for, for you and any companion you have. That's no, that's no problem. Great. Um, uh, sounds good. Uh, let me just get you signed into the guest book, and she'll head behind the bar, pull out the pardon me, head behind the counter, pull out the uh, the guest book, and direct you to it. Um, let me just get your key. Uh, sign in there, please, and I'll be with you in just a moment. I'll take you down. Perfect. She goes and starts looking around for where your key is. As she turns around, the pegboard doesn't seem to have it on it. Oh. um... Uh, oh, that's right. I was scrubbing the tarnish off. Uh, just, just one moment. I was trying to make sure they were nice and clean for people. And she'll head over to a box, uh, to a, a basin of soapy water and finish the work. And as she does, you hear that um, she begins intoning something. Make me a perception roll. Uh, that's going to be eighteen. Ahead of the winter's wind, she came 
A lovely woman with no name, draped in a fur-lined cloak of red. To the icy lake she fled, the wind pursued her all the same, as sure as night she is dead. Done. Sorry about that. I was trying to clean them up. Here, here you are. Um, uh, so, uh, it's just downstairs. Um, you mentioned that your father is sick. Uh, yeah. I know the odd thing about medicine. Would you like me to take a look? Sure, it's, it's, I guess it's not too late. Um, he, he's, um, sure. Um, just, uh, come with me. And she'll take you through one of the side doors into a common area where a man who, balding, with lines to his face, gaunt and pale, most of the muscle seems to have gone a bit slack on his exposed skin beneath the blanket. His arms crossed across his chest as he lays in bed, obviously bedridden and smells like he probably is due for another another sponge bath or, or rag cleaning. He's kind of feverish and, and not paying attention. He has the look of a man who's worked most of his life. Father? Mm. Um. He had a bit to... Uh, I, I gave him a bit to drink so he'd sleep tonight. He hasn't been able to really doze recently. Um, please. Uh, you can go ahead and make me a medicine roll, Mike. I will. I will do that thing. You will do that thing. Do the thing. I got a nat 20. Did you? Yes! Uh, okay. Uh, he appears... So 23. Let me see. Do, do, do. So he's bedridden. You know, I love it when they say he's bedridden, and then it's like, you know, the PCs might be able to help him, but they don't say what he has. So, wow. So let's just That's pull helpful. out the... Right? The old DMG, and let's look up. It's probably not mummy rot. It's definitely mummy rot. It's always, it's always mummy rot. You notice that? Uh, disease, 256. I don't know where he found a mummy. He's a fisherman, but hey. Uh, hey, I mean, the fishermen find weird things. Mm, wow, these they don't give you very many diseases at all. Mm, I'm going to say that... I'm going to say he's got a version of sewer plague. Mm. Basically, it comes from... Um, it could be anything, but anything that deals with any type of fecal matter. It's basically E. coli. Oh, okay. So he, he has a prolonged infection brought about by exposure to probably some type of awful. Um, cleaning fish guts and fish shit off of things and doing any type of farm work at all is a good way to catch this. Um... So once this manifests, uh, fatigue, cramps, uh, it exhausts you to death eventually. Um, however, there is um, 
you just so happen to have on you. Uh, do you have a healer's kit? Mm, yep. Yep, you happen to have some uh, some willow bark and also uh, a little bit of um, of another couple of compounds that actually help with this. Uh, one's uh, a fever reducer. Uh, actually, willow bark is a fever reducer in real life, so um, uh, as well as an analgesic. Um, so, or actually, not analgesic. Um, so, uh, yeah, a couple. You have a couple of things on you that'll actually probably help him. Okay. Um, I'll take a bit of time and get that sorted out okay sounds good yeah you will be able to do so uh she will be she'll be very pleased as her father's fever seems to almost go down within minutes of that uh and it would actually too because willow bark is aspirin fair uh, enough right um uh, would a would a cure wounds help with this at all too no it'd be restoration no. or, or cure disease that's what i thought yeah um, but, uh, yeah, so you will easily work on him. And once again, uh, as you're doing that, she kind of busies herself around you just to keep an eye on you since she doesn't know you. Um, but also because there's a number of things that deserve cleaning in his room. And as she does, she begins kind of humming that song under her breath again. Because it's just, it seems like a nervous habit for her. And it's a song that, uh, that I rec would recognize? Not that? even a little no, bit. No, not even a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, just going to help him and go to bed? Yeah, I think so. All right, sounds good. Um, you are going to find that uh, although the east side looks like a bunch of houses that are disconnected, uh, they're actually a single structure that's been nailed together over the years with rooms connected underground. Uh, and I will say that the cellar down here appears like it would be very uncomfortable, but it's actually quite cozy and quite warm even without whale lamps. Just the way that things are lined with furs and and the way that it is submerged underground gives this a very honestly you think Callie would love this. This is a very hobbit hole kind of kind of place, um, and it's just it's very cozy is the best way to put it. So with that, uh, you'll all have a pretty pleasant night. Go ahead and regain all of your hit points, get all of your spells, uh, except for Lysithian actually. And as we cut back to Lysithian, you toss and turn for the longest time there as you listen to everyone around you just <laughs> Vister in the corner snoring like a log or Oris himself <laughs> even Callie doing <laughs> just these noises throughout the night and you can't sleep you, you can't sleep Make me a, make me a nature roll. <laughs> I know what's happening here. And I, love I know, it. I know, I know. You know what's oh, happening. Oh no! <laughs> Such garbage. Hold on, let me add my modifier real quick. Sure. Uh, it's gonna be a total of nine. Nine. <laughs> so you spend a good like four or five hours just like rolling over angrily, beating your face with the pillow, you know. Um. And uh, and so on. Before you, uh, around oh god, around three in the morning, uh, will suddenly remember. Wait, wait a minute. You don't sleep anymore. Oh. I will just let myself lay back, and I will begin trancing. Okay. 
and you will have the strangest experience trancing for the first time at age what a hundred two hundred you're just gonna go you are trancing and it is the most serene mellow experience you think you've ever had you wake and completely refreshed as the sunlight touches down well, briefly through the ambient cloud cover, all of you are going to gain those temporary hit points again. So those refresh at the beginning of every day at dawn. They do not stack. You can't just wait 100 days underground and come back with like a million hit points. So it's just the <laughs> 10 every day. This is how we defeat Oral. This is how we do it, guys. We just yeah, wait. We just, we, just... we just wait in our mother's basements until we're too powerful. Ah! Yep. Until we're gods ourselves. Then we're the problem. That's a little meta for D&D, isn't it? Just a little. It's fine. Okay. All right. With that, you have a nice and comfortable morning. Is there anything that you wish to do before you head out down to Brinchander? Not personally. Not really. Just going to pick my spells for the day. Nice. Um, Vistra's gonna quickly go by the general store and see if anyone has some sort of alcohol to like carry with her kind of thing. Mm. You go by, and uh, there is. Well, let's see. Is there a general store here? That's a great question. I forget. I uh, it doesn't I don't appear. Know if we did. It doesn't. Well, the map doesn't tell me there's one, but uh, you can head by the blue clam that morning and see if they're willing to to bottle anything for you. Sure. Yeah, she'll do that. The, the chef there, Vernon. Uh, who you've met a few times before, says, Yeah, I can do that for you. Oh, uh, great. You want beer? Uh, yeah. Uh, let yeah, me see what I've got. It's uh, it's getting a bit old, but you know what? If, uh, if it's a taste you're looking for, that'll be good. All right, let's take a look. Mm, see what I have. And he'll go back through his... Uh, how much do you need? Do you want a flagon? Do you want a gallon? What do you want? Um, yeah, um, I'll take a flagon. Okay, so just, um, just a small one. Alright, we can do that. Um, uh, it's gonna be, um, uh, it's gonna be, uh, 1.6. A golden six. Okay. That's um, that's quadruple price as normal. Yeah, yeah. Things are tough, man. Well, I mean, honestly, if you've got, oh, pardon me, that'd be one point six silvers. One point six silvers. One, uh, one silver six. Oh. Uh, look, I could cut you a deal. If you want a gallon, I could do it for uh, for four. Four gold yeah. hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, he'll give you yeah, like a small gallon barrel. Uh, yeah. Now, I've, right now, I've only got I've only got a red ale. It's um, it's not a bad batch. It's up from Baldur's Gate from uh, I guess about two and a half years ago now. The last good shipment. Okay. But I can do that for you if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. All right. Show me your coin. All right. I'll show you the beer. Over. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead and spend that, and he will give you a, a gallon barrel of uh, this red ale. Sweet. He is. Just in case. I don't need it, but just in case. Okay. Anybody else doing anything in town? Um, I'm not doing anything in town, but I'd like to take an hour to uh, re-summon uh, my familiar. Okay, what are you summoning them as? I want to resummon. I want to try to summon them as the fox in- as intended because I am not drunk this time. Okay. Tibbs is back. All right. So uh, that'll cost you an item worth a hundred gold, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or is that only the first time? Um. Let me double check that. Is, do you have to cast the spell anew every time? That's expensive. Uh, yes. To resummon them, I think it is. So uh, I believe it's a stone worth a hundred. Yeah, then I cannot resummon them. Nope. Uh, let's find familiar. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's go. 10 gold worth of charcoal. Okay, let me check my components pouch. Because I don't know if I have it. Um. Charcoal, incense, and herbs. Hmm? I'll, I'll let you say that you can find that stuff easily. Just take 10 gold off your sheet. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to convert my silver I... to gold. Sounds good. I don't think that that stuff is actually going... It's not It's not a staple. I don't think that in the middle of, like, you know, a pandemic or an ice storm, people are going to be like, oh, I better hoard the incense. You know? So yeah. that'll that'll probably be able to be, be sold at normal price. Okay. I only have eight gold, so I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> I mean, do you have anything on you? You could trade your... You could trade your tourmaline! I could... I think you should. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to trade that because I want my goddamn fox. Okay. And then <laughs> so you fox. will do that and you'll go and spend the hour casting. And then suddenly a fox will be sitting in front of you. Con, con. Hi, Tips. Hi, Tips. No, con, con. Just, just pick him up to give scratches. Ring-a-ding-ding. Cool. And That's then I the- will... That's what the fox says. says. Mm-hmm. What does it say? I thought you were asking me something. I was like, yes. Uh, yes, so Tibbs is back. Back again. Tibbs is back. Tell a friend. Tibbs is back. Tibbs is back. Tibbs is back. I do enjoy the fact that every time I hear the song, What Does the Fox Say? I can... I can say with certainty exactly what the fox does in fact say. Yeah, screaming on an existential level because it lives in your sister's back room. God. Yeah. It just screamed into the void. Yeah, what does Tibbs say? Tibbs Tib says ring-a-ding-ding. Screaming does, into the void. Unhinging his jaw and screaming. What's that? What? I was like, what? Am I missing a joke here? Oh, you're missing it? Um, so, Natasha. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm missing Natasha that Natasha used to have a fennec fox that lived in, like, her second room in her apartment. And that's basically, it was just dedicated. It was a dedicated bedroom for this fox that we think went slowly insane because yeah. of her weird sleeping habits and, like, the fact that it was just, like, trapped in a room a lot. Yeah. And it just was, it was a crazy monster. <laughs> and for the first couple of years that we had it was when I when we li- all lived up island and her room was through mine and we had a glass door separating them and it would keep me up every single night 
Yay. by scratching at the door and screaming into the void. <laughs> yeah. Fennec foxes, not 100% good pets, at least in this experience. Maybe Only maybe they're if better. if you're willing to actually put in the work and effort that they need. Yes. Fac uh, foxes are like, what they are is they're dogs that run on cat software. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're like a dog with Linux. Linux is stable. Yeah. Oh, good point. It's no, like running it... on... That fox is running on the same software that an Etch-A-Sketch runs on. <laughs> Accurate. Shake it and it all comes apart. God, just shake no the fox. Don't shake the fox. Don't shake the fox. Don't shake the fox. There are so many jokes. We'll save those for the break. Um, all right. So, uh, summoning Tibbs. Tibbs is once again alive and his tail is so poofy. Like, I can't... I, just the poof, I cannot even describe. The tail is so... Woof. I just wanted poofy arctic fox. That's it's all true. I wanted. All right. Can I cuddle the, the fox's tail, Lysithian? Will Tibbs let me Don't be touch his... my fox! <laughs> oh, but it's so poofy! You leave my fox alone. <laughs> you tell him, Tibbs. <laughs> As it should be. Yes. You can actually see that this fox takes after Lysithian. <laughs> they Doesn't are... like people. Actually, so Tibbs will make... Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I have... Um, so the stream just heard I googled um, fox sounds, and it's just a fox screaming. <laughs> so, I gotta say, I was trying to think of the name of it when we were talking about what foxes run on. They yeah. run on Windows Vista. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what even was Windows Vista? It was like... The win shittiest version of a step between Windows, like, ME and Windows 8. Okay. It was really, so it was bad. Windows 7. It was terrible. Oh. Okay. God, Windows 8 was the worst. Anyway, uh, heading back down. So, with that, you will hit the road. With your beer, a lot less copper, a fox, and uh, a new song stuck in your head. It's several hours before you make your way down into Bryn Shander. From, uh, from Tourmaline, it's three long hours by sled. And soon enough, you find yourself there, back inside of the walls of the city. And again, inside of the house of the Morning Lord. The priest is happy to see you. Michon guides you into the back and is very happy to um, to run this ritual for you. She takes the diamond from you, thanks you, and as she leads you over to where Trovis's body is, wrapped in linen to keep it safe, she begins to chant, speaking in celestial, calling down the energy of a monitor, the Morning Lord. And she calls down this light. I'd like each of you, if you want to, uh, a monitor is a name that might not seem correct to you. You can make me a religion roll, if you would like. If you wouldn't care, okay. that would be fine. Also, hello. I would absolutely care. So religion uh, yes, is going to be uh, 19. 19, you'll absolutely know this. Okay. 
Wow. Wow. Vistra has nothing to add to it, but she rolled an 18. Yeah, it's because ah. you've had the force of the Morning Lord move inside of you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. All right, so... 17. 17, you'll know, and... Is Cat rolling? Uh, no, she's... Okay. She's not too particularly... Okay, so, um, a monitor is... It's not necessarily the Morning Lord. The Morning Lord, Southerners, um, use it to describe Lathander, the god of dawn and rebirth. Um, a monitor is a much older god, and it's kind of like a... I don't want to say it's a it's a god and Jesus type of thing, but it's definitely a... The title of Morning Lord was absorbed into Lathander, who is a much younger god. Kind of like domain swapping, although for a while it was assumed that Lathander was a monitor. But then a monitor came back from apparently... Oh wait, no, it wasn't it. So they thought that Lathander was a monitor, then Lathander died. And a monitor was just there. A monitor is kind of represented kind of as an older, an older human man with a beard and a kind of a bald head, I think. Uh, and then, um, and then suddenly, Lathander came back, and now both gods exist, even though they're kind of struggling over who has their title. It's it's kind of complicated, but uh, you can see that there's a definite divide here. Uh, a monitor generally doesn't still have the title Morning Lord attached to him as much as Lathander, and the fact that she is worshipping that permutation of this god says a lot about her, and probably that you shouldn't try to argue semantics with her on who the Morning Lord is. It might be a touchy subject, but you'll you'll gather that already. Also, hydrate. The Forgotten Realms gods are super complicated. That's why I like our homebrew. Our gods are very complicated, but also presently easier. They'll get more complicated. Okay. As that completes... Um, yeah, that's right. So, you'll you'll catch that. So as she stands over Trovis and prays to Amateur, she raises the diamond. And in a moment, you will see the edges of the diamond begin to glow as if the sunlight is gleaming through it, even indoors. Like she's holding it up to the sun. And then... The diamond will just vanish in her hand. A deep... Sucking breath will come from the linen-wrapped body of the dragonborn. He'll reach up and start clawing the linen off of his face. What? Was I dead? Yes. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. But you got better. We got. Join, we brought you back. Uh, join the uh, club now. Well, yeah. Welcome to the dead, but dead, but better club. Uh, uh, it's a lot to take in. It is. We defeat him, if you just let you know. It, if it makes you feel any better, yeah, we killed Zagrok. Burnt to a crisp. How did I? Trovis looks around the room. His skin, uh, his, his silver scales reflecting the light. How did I? Did I? Who did? Did you? Is the guy that killed me dead? 
Yes. They're Good. all dead. Did I die like a boss or did I go down like a bitch? No, like you a died like a boss. A boss. Callie. Mr. Like elbows, Callie. Callie does to miss her. <sighs> Make a dex check. <laughs> I think my dex is better than yours. <laughs> oh, mine would be strength. One it would be dex. It would be strength versus dex probably uh, on that. I um. Hey, Callie has a height advantage. You need to Only stop. A foot. Look, you and you, and he's gonna point at Vistra and uh, Katarina. Stay the fuck back from the front lines. All I remember is running out there because you two ran into the fray like a bunch of schoolgirls going, trying to ask a boy out to the dance, and I try to go in and save you when I could have been back there picking these little shits off with a crossbow. Right? <laughs> I have nothing really to do. All I do is close Well, you're in. stupid enough that you can get up there and do some damage, but you! Look at her thighs and look at your thighs! She's built for it! You're not! Stupid! Kelly's just gonna sit in the corner and laugh. Vistra's gonna take out her um, gallon of beer. Want a drink there? I don't think that's a good idea. Nah, he looks like he needs it. Because so, of your bullshit. Yeah. I just came back from the bead. Clean slate? Yeah, that could be mm. true too. That's why I suggested it, but you know, bring yeah. everyone in on alcoholism. Nice coffee, maybe? I think we still got some coffee. Yeah, if you don't mind, uh, Doc, he says over to, uh, over to Michonne, the priest. I'll take a tea or a coffee or something. I think I'm gonna stay off of that stuff for a while. You can say I'm, uh, born again. Yeah. Join the club. Good for you. Legit. Why, did you guys die too? Oh, I died yesterday. No, yesterday we both died. Yep. What? Oh, we exploded. I may or may not have exploded them. Yeah, we, yeah, we, no, we, it's we got immolated. By accident. Do I have to yell at her for that too? Yes. I mean, you're Probably. welcome to. I mean, I think she's already, like, flagellated herself pretty thoroughly. She did. Yeah, Look, I don't want to know what you do in your own spare time. Like, your your kinks are your business, but I... That's <clears throat> not what flagellated me. No, uh, I, I'm copying you with the... I was... Wrapping them together with the death of my sister, it's all just a mental mess up it's there. A, it's a whole thing. I put on enough guilt. I'm just, this is a yeah. facade right now. I'm Honestly, dying better be I blame what's his face's friend. What, did we talk to him yet? You no, have we haven't talked to him yet. Where is he? Oh yeah, let's go find him. Uh, he's in oh, his yeah. workshop right now, Michonne says. Yeah, he's Allie's gonna down. head out and go find him. Yeah, no, we should probably tell him. As you head around the corner, you'll find Copper in his workshop. Cat'll go there too. Going and uh Oh and uh clang 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 hold on, let me find the tinker tinker noises. Tink tink tink. Good enough. Alright, uh as you head into the side, you can hear him uh working on something inside of this little side room. Do you just head in or knock? Uh Callie's gonna knock and kinda peek in to make sure that she doesn't get blown up again. He's tinkering with something on his desk. Now uh, Hello. Copper knocker. 
Uh, so you're going to climb up to his attic. Uh, and uh, he's sitting behind the counter dressed in his bunny suit. Don't forget that he has a bunny suit, folks. Um, uh, he has a full body bunny suit. Uh, and he's just sitting there with one of those like magnifying glass eyepieces fiddling on what looks like an elbow joint. Yeah, who is it? Um, so, uh, your friend. Mm. Oh, it's you! Dead. Wait, what? Unfortunately. So you were right about three being better than two. Start from the beginning. I'd like to hear the whole thing. So, we went to the cabin. Mm. And... We found your friend's body burned to an absolute crisp. Uh, but while we were there, while we were like in the study, uh, he was writing to us from the ethereal plane. He was writing help and things like that. And essentially what had happened is that device that you were working on to change the weather, it had exploded him. And, and then Vistra picked it up and exploded them too. Yes, yeah. Vistra picked it up, essentially pointed it at Katarina and myself, and then we exploded and died as well. Yeah, we and did. then while we were dead and in the ethereal plane, we worked with your friend. Stay with me here. Okay. We worked with your friend to help Katarina, not Katarina, uh, Kali and Vistra complete it. And you were correct about needing... Uh, Three being better than two, or something along those lines. That's what I say uh, with my women. That's disgusting. You're gross. Anyways. So it's you true. Need, so you needed the three circles, in, or the three circles three instead rings. of the two. The three rings. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. And essentially, that worked. And then... He passed on properly. He did. Oh, he did. It was a sense he of did. It was, his, it was quite beautiful, actually. His, so, his parting words were, fuck yeah, when it worked. It was lovely. You know what? I wasn't going to believe you before that, but once you mentioned that, I'm pretty sure you're telling me the truth. It was yes. actually quite lovely. And we found a lot the, of stuff because uh, uh, Ice Bitch was not thrilled. No, Ice Bitch was not thrilled. Uh, and then the uh, Morning Lord brought Katarina and myself back to life. Mm -hmm. And then Ice Bitch showed up because she was not happy because the machine then worked. Kind and then of. we f kind of. Not and fully. then uh, hopefully. And then we fought her minions and now we are here. I'm sorry for the bad news, but that is what happened. I thought I should speak plainly and not worry about feelings getting involved. No, that's good. Cut to the quick of it. It's probably for the best. Well, the deal's a deal. Um, I've already started working on the prosthetic for your friend. It should be cool. ready in about another week. Thank you very much. I think she's sticking around here. We're going to be gone, but... The device. Do you have it? Yeah. And I'll fish it out. Hmm. Probably advise against setting it off just anytime soon. It seems to attract all of Ice Bitch's minions. Yes. Could we rig it in a way to make it explode when thrown? I kind of want to throw it no. at this ice It beach. is a magical device, Vistra. Do you have any idea how stupid that would be? If I chuck it at her and then it explodes when it touches her. No, Vistra, yeah, I'm putting my foot down on this. You should get I it. Will, if you want to create one that does that. Yeah. 
That is a oh, whole different Just like Tulsi did. Oh, not this one, Vistra. <laughs> this already exploded, people. I don't need you touching it or messing with it again. Copper, do you have something to say? Yeah. I was going to say you should give it to the speaker. Speaker Shane should get it, and then Brinchander can get some damned light. Okay. Do you want all of, like, Ice Bitch's minions coming down on you guys? Attacking? Yes, the concern about that is when we set it off, it pissed off the Frost Maiden. And everything just kind of came swarming, and I don't think that's exactly what the towns need right we now. We were lucky to get out of that alive. Yeah, it's like a beacon saying, come here. We have yeah. this device. Kind of we're going to we're gonna try and kill her. Yes, that is our plan right now, is so to this, kill her. Ooh, so, ooh, ooh, can we actually take this with us? Because it might help. It might be a distraction at the right moment. What we I was could thinking. Actually, yes, no, it. but not we're not to going throw. to throw it at her. You let me keep it. I'm not we'll letting you touch this. Mm. Vistra. Yes. Yeah, let Lysithian set it off. No. Oh, You've already gotten to set it off twice. Exactly. And what happened last time? Now. The last time I set it off, you guys came back. No, we came back because we helped you complete it. Yeah, but when I set it off, you came back. The first time I set it off, you died. But the second time I set it off, you guys came back. I'm not giving you a pass on this one. Uh, no, it is mine to keep, and I'm going to set it off. It's fine. I'm not sure what good it'll do her, but down here, that could change five miles worth of weather. Yeah, we're thinking it'll hurt Ice Pitch. We're thinking Make if weak. we can... So we yes. can go step, step. If we can change the weather around her, once we find her. And then, if she's gone, everything goes back to normal. At least that's what we're thinking. Or how well, I hope. Since or, she's the one who caused it. Or if you die, it gets left over wherever she is, and then nobody has access to it. That's true. What if we make a deal with you? If you die, you'll bring it back? No, yeah. no, no, shut up. We leave it here with you because you understand it the most out of anybody mm -hmm. giving it to the speaker he wouldn't understand it the same that we were right no, so, no she probably wouldn't so we leave it with you and we go fight the frost maiden when we come back or once we fight her if things start changing then you set the top to accelerate the process is already in place Yes. What if I is not setting it off otherwise, though? So. Yeah. Or, those cold walkers suck. Yeah, Wait. those cold walkers are awful. Or, alternate idea, if it starts getting worse and you need help and things are just going to shit, well, set it off then to, you know, alleviate a little so bit of the problem. Kelly, do you have the blueprints? I was going to say, you left the comic book, the three rings, so don't you know how to make one? Did just you make help them with it? Could you help make them for the other towns too? So if they need it to. What if everybody set it off? I don't think we intense. have the resources to do that. Oh. Mm. No, it's fair. But this is a good idea, though. It would be a great idea, and I think that's probably what Macritus would have done. Mm. Finding it, the right. Seemed... Go ahead, Copper. Just finding the right thing for the core is the problem. Mm. What exactly is it made of? Yeah. Well, he will give you a description of something that the book didn't account for that. So, hey, that actually sounds like a pretty good idea since this thing look, things look like it was made out of scrap metal and would probably be pretty easy to make a bunch of these. So we're going to say that it's some rare type of coal that is hard to find. Ding. Ding. What if we use 
Chardalian! That could work, actually. If you found a big enough supply, that stuff holds on to magic like like nobody's business. Like it. There's a ton in East Haven. We're finding a shitload everywhere, and I have some in my bag right now. Mm hmm. If you leave that, I can start working with it. It'd actually be pretty great to use to, to make this arm with. Okay, but the problem with it is it seems to make people go crazy, and I don't know if it's because... Uh, it's more that Ice Bitch can use it. Yeah, yeah, it's more that Ice Bitch can use it, so that is my seems concern. To be. However, it is an incredibly powerful material, so I'm torn on that. Hmm. Well, it's up to you. Mm, Katarina, Look, what do you, you think? You brought mm. this thing back to life. Well, you brought yourselves back to life, but you fixed it. You made it work, and you made Macready's basically his life's work. He thought this whole thing was going to be strong enough that it could fix all of the Dale. I didn't think it would, but it's something. You could use it here. Or you could go throw it at the bitch's face. Well, I go ahead. I, and get the I mean, metaphorically, not literally throw it at her face. I mean, if, if if it's the last thing you do on the earth, that might be a fun idea. You know, go out with a bang. But it's um. If we leave it with you, and you want to try and improve it or make its radius bigger. Would you promise not to set it off? Because if you do, you're gonna just have a world of trouble from the ice beach. Hmm. And other also, towns, if they hear about this, they're gonna come fighting to fight for this miracle, make things better device. Also, if if one gets made out of Chardalian, what do we think would happen with that? You can make me an arcana roll disadvantage. Can I would I, gladly do that. Yeah, can I also make an arcana roll? Because it was like... Yeah, you can do it with disadvantage, because Tridalian's weird. And let me go look up at the, okay. the page that talks about it. Well, what I'm okay ten? with it being disadvantage, because uh, that's going to be... 24 total, even Holy with disadvantage. Because I rolled a 17 and an 18. <laughs> okay, and Mike, that was a 10? I got a 10. You have no idea. You're like, I don't know. Okay, don't know. so, um, Lysithian... Chardalian is cold to the touch and readily accepts magical enhancement, making it an ideal substance for wands, staffs, and other magic items. Chardalian objects suffused with the magic of the is uh, suffused with the magic of the upper planes is considered a consecrated object, while Chardalian suffused with magic of the lower depths is considered a profane object. Both can be identified using detect evil and good or similar objects. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, Chardalian actually seems like it was it existed before. Um, the problem was about a hundred years ago when um, uh, the legendary drow Dritzt uh, came and stopped a evil demon guy. Uh, see the book, The Crystal Shard. Um, they didn't say evil demon guy, but... Uh, so it's a non-magical crystalline subject as strong as metal, although considerably easier to work with than steel. Um... Deposits have been found across Icewind Dale. Prolonged contact with Chardalian that has become suffused with demonic magic can warp someone's mind. Okay. So basically, it's a magic sponge crystal. So if you if you put good stuff in it, it likely will stay good. 
Uh, but it's it's just given the law of averages with a 24, I'm going to say that it probably won't warp people's minds toward good if it's good, but it will warp them towards evil if it's evil. Okay. Just because law the law of bad stuff. So essentially, Chardolin is kind of like a magical sponge. And if it is mm -hmm. infused with darker magic, it will warp people's minds, especially in demonic magic. Okay. However, if we infuse it with light magic of some kind, uh, it will be it will not warp anybody's mind. It won't warp it towards good or evil. It will keep things neutral. So I don't know what kind of spells I can infuse it with. I can look through my book and see what I have to my knowledge and I can prepare something mm. so that the so that the metal will stay neutral and we can work with it without it more like warping someone's mind. I see. Well, we could um, we could try. We could also see what Mashan could do. Get a cleric doing it. It's mm, a good point. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, anybody after hearing Lysithian's explanation, you can make me an int roll. What? Let's yeah, let Visceral do one. it. She'll laugh. Let's laugh at Visceral. What'd you get, Mike? Not one. Not one? You just don't care. <laughs> int seven. Int seven? Okay. Lysithian, you can roll this as well to have the I just heard myself say this out loud. 17. 17? And what did you get, Hayden? Uh, with my intelligence, it's going to be plus four mental. It's going to be 13. 13? Okay, so Callie, you're going to be the one that clues into this. Um, all of the bad Chardalian issues that you've had, what have they been? The necklaces of Levistus. And Vistra having her weird twitchy bits. What was she having her weird twitchy bits about? The axe, right? Yeah. Where'd she get that axe? Oh yeah, the berserkers. The ones that were possessed by Oral. Oh. Has there been random Chardalian that's done this to you? Or is it just those targeted events? Hmm. Oh. What's up? Well, the only bad things that have happened from Chardalian have been specifically the medallions, or like the axe Vistra got, which was from the berserkers, like, used by Oral. So it's stuff that bad things had created? So bad magic had already been infused with it, is what you're saying. Yeah, so, so maybe if, if you just picked up a piece of Chardalian, it would be fine. What probably. about, like, the wreckage? We probably wouldn't want to touch anything from the, like, what's happening in East Haven with the bits that of the dragon. The, the, those, the are, Dugard, those are yeah. evil. So you but don't want to go for, like, the some. wreckage. Yeah. Sounds fine to me. Bring some to me. I'll see what I can do. Look, it's up to you whether or not you want to take the star with you. The Summer Star was designed to ruin that bitch's day. If you want to use it to nuke... Well, that wouldn't be a word I could use. Uh, if you want to use it to uh, to melt her ice cube island, then sure. Or if you want me to hang on to it for safekeeping, that's fine. Just make the choice. I know Macritus would have wanted it both ways. So long as it annoys her, his ghost will be happy. Or whatever he is now. Well, in that case, why don't we bring it with us and see if we can annoy her with it? Yeah, I'm down for annoying this bitch. If we bring it with us, it might just lessen her magical abilities while we are there. 
Well, that's what I'm thinking. Let's, well, let's leave the, the life right out of her. Yeah, leave the blueprints here, and because mm -hmm. we can, you can try and maybe make a new one with this Chardelian and see what mm. you get. Sure. Do you have any? I, I I I don't, but I, don't. I did write down that I found just like a chunk of it. Mm -hmm. And, I, don't I, and it. I actually have some in my loot bag as well. Yeah, I didn't like we didn't uh, feel weird when we touched it. The dollar was just mm -hmm. like a chunk. Sure, yeah. give that to me and I'll see what I can do. Now I'll yeah, pass it I off have, to him. I have some some Chardalian pieces. Mm -hmm. I'll take that off my loot loot thing now. Mm hmm. All right. All right. Well, what do we want to do? <sighs> let's uh. Go fuck up the frost maiden. Okay, I need to go to a store first. I need a new violin. Okay. Yeah, no, you go do that. I'm going to uh, study my spells for a good day. All right. Um, you go what's the? I forget what the cleric's name is. I you know you just said it, but it's a Michan. word that Michan. 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 Or Michan, but I was saying it's Michan because it sounds cooler. That's true. Does she have a moment? Uh, if you want to pull her aside. So, uh, Lysithian, you can go and study your, um, head off and study your spells. Uh, Callie, as you're heading around, and, uh, Kat, you're leaving the premises, you're going to hear. <clears throat> and there I was, in the middle of the Duragar Fortress. <laughs> they were all around me. Moreover, they were all around my companions. And there was nothing else I could do. A bunch of kids there, basically. A lot of the refugee kids who had escaped there from um, uh, from Kerr Koenig, sitting around on the floor. And then what did you do? Well, I couldn't let these ladies get hurt. Or the elf. So, I did what a hero does. I stepped in. And I took a blow right here. And then right here. Did it hurt? Oh, you better believe it. It hurt a lot. But that's what heroes do. And he's just um, gonna... And, and with that, as Kat's like, walking past that and, and hears that, mm -hmm. um, she's going to like bend down near uh, near the kids and, and, uh, and say to them, you know, if it wasn't for Trovis here, none of us would have made it back. He really is a hero. Oh, so brave. <laughs> Callie will chime in from across. All right, that's enough. That's enough. I don't need this much adoration. Save it for, uh... He's save just it humble, kids. <laughs> Does that mean drunk? No. 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 Hmm. Anyway. I'm not uh, there. <laughs> you're... You just... From outside, No! <laughs> <laughs> sends a message. All right, just no. Like, no. Okay, uh, so you'll be able to go and uh, and do your things uh, real quick. Mike, a vial is thirty gold. That sounds good. All right, so you'll be able to pick one of those up. A loot's thirty-five, so you can do you can pick up some loot if you want to. Um, <laughs> all right, and then uh, Vistra back inside of the temple. Uh, you pull aside Mishan as she is going around helping the sick and 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 beleaguered. Yes, how can I help you? Um, so last time we were here, well not last time, 
the first time I was here, mm-hmm. uh, you noticed something about me, didn't you? When you touched me and you got a weird look in your eyes. Um. She stares at I you. haven't really talked. I don't know if I've told my party the whole story. But Oral kind of called me her champion. When I was about, like, in the cold, in the blizzard, lost, and on death's door kind of thing. And that's when I started getting this, like, resistance to cold. But with the late, one time when we went and fought her, she took it away, and, um, I'm really nervous about going and fighting her, because I feel like she's really not going to be happy with me, and my arm that was blasted by a frost dragon is not going to be much good to me when she takes away my gift. And I just wanted to know. It's fine now, but she has the ability to turn it off. It's not usually the way magic works. And she can take it away from you, but it's not like the the wounds of the past should return. They did, though. Have you heard of any magic or anything like that? She is a god. Their rules are different. I think... I think I'm not the one you should be sharing this with. I think your friends are. But... I think as well that... It's okay to be afraid of such a monumental task. I was an adventurer several years ago at this point. And I was afraid all the time. But he got me through this. And I hope that he'll guide you through this as well. But I hope even more than that that you'll guide yourself through this. And that you'll remind yourself at the end of the day that being afraid is fine, but... Did you swear allegiance to her? Did you bend the knee? No? Never. That's why I think she took it away when we went and fought her the last time at a weird blazer thing. Yeah? It's like she's trying to remind me that she hears this power over me. Then maybe you should remind her that she has no power over you. It's your time to prove it. Mortals have a wonderful way of displeasing the gods, and I wish you the best in doing so. I hope you displease her very much. Yeah. Go. She took away something very dear to me and I plan on returning the favor. What did she take? 
She could have saved my sister as she was dying from the cold. And she gifted it to me. I'm sorry to hear about your sister. It's not fair, but I plan on avenging her. Perhaps with it every is every last breath. Perhaps it is the um Perhaps it is the Morning Lords. Plan, in the end, no. To allow you to survive, because through you, mm, I've heard you're a pretty angry person. Maybe you can be constructive with that rage. I'm trying, but definitely, these guys have definitely helped aim me that way. Go talk to them. They deserve to hear too. Yeah, I probably should. Thank you. I don't want to trust you, Vistra Dankel. You could easily be a double agent. You could easily be a spy. You could easily be plotting my murder as a member of my community or the murder of your friends. But I'm going to trust you. Don't make any of us regret this. I will fight against her. Show. With every fiber of my being. Deeds over words. I look forward to seeing her head on a pike. I will provide the stepladder to help you get to the top of it. Thank you. Alright, looks like I have to go have a talk with my party. Go in his light. Thank you. All right. With that, you'll head off. Now, you go and do whatever shopping you need, and as you go and um, and gather your things up, it's time to start talking and planning. Now, it's at that point that you go to the one place that you need to go. As promised, you head through Brinchander to the one place where you know you have an ally waiting for you. A quick knock on the door as you move through the rowdy frozen and ramshackle center room of the North Look Inn. Well, there's a boy sweat work to go further up the rivers for old bitey 
bemoans on the wall, still recovering from the shock three days before. Where it is, I do not know, must be The innkeep will shoot a look at you over his shoulder as you go and just kind of narrow his eyes. Don't worry, we'll fix you. We'll fix you fine. A few minutes later, you find yourself there, outside of the Tourmaline Suite. You knock on the door, and Valen Harple opens the door. Good. I was wondering when you'd get here. Come in. We have much to talk about, she says with a smile. What you talk about? We'll find out after this break. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to be right back. This is Lysithian Callisto, and you're listening to Rime of the Frost Maiden. Be sure to tune into Wild Beyond the Witchlight, coming this September to Dork Tales. Oh, what idiots are in that one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rime of the Frostbaden, here on Dork Tales. Now, as we last left, you had gone to the North Look in search of Valen Harpel. And, inside of the Tourmaline Suite, she welcomed you. A clock over the queen-sized bed ticks absently in the background as she sits in one of the old easy chairs of the room. There are a pair facing an old whale stove. The oil burning with that stench that you've become all so accustomed to that absorbs into your hair. Thank you for that. Okay. So, she says, you made it back in one piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, one moment, please. And with that, she heads over to the window here on the second floor. Briefly cracks it open. A gust of snow and cold air will... In, chilling what little bit of warmth the whale oil stove was giving off. And suddenly a... A snowy owl will fly inside and perch on her shoulder. She quickly shuts and latches the window. Good. Well, it appears that everything is in order and we can actually begin talking. So, have you done everything you need to do? Are we ready to begin discussing heading to Grimscale? I believe so. Um... I also have a small confession. Um, hmm. I need to talk to you guys about. I've been partially honest, but I haven't given the full truth about something, and I feel like I may need to warn you because this might come up as we're going to go get the ice beach. Hmm. So you know I'm resistant to cold. I've right. gathered. Well, yeah, as 
I was there in the blizzard with my sister. The frost maiden may have may not have told me that she's chosen me as her champion and gifted me this blessing. And then when we went and fought her at the that weird cave of the berserkers. She kind of took that away, and that's when my arm went all weird and frost dragony again. Um, so I'm feeling like she may not like me fighting her. So just FYI, uh, that might be a problem. Can for you me. really be blessed against your will? I yeah, don't know. Does that have to be more of a curse? If so, would remove curse work. But my arm as well. Like, that got blasted by the, the white dragon. So I would essentially lose my arm, which is what I need to Is get. it fine right now? It is now. But when she took it away at the cave, it went all weird and frostbitey and I couldn't really use it. So I'm just letting you know that she has chosen me her champion. I don't accept it. I never said yes. I fully intend on planning to cut her fucking head off. But yeah, um, I've been kind of not telling you guys that and I probably should. Because she may want to use that against us at some point. Well... I would focus on how much you don't like her and mm -hmm. reject what she's given you mm -hmm. because there's a chance she could probably control you through it. Yeah, yeah, you know how easily I was charmed? I feel like that was... Yeah. Yeah, so well, I'm, just, I'm to gonna focus. Mind is that she can't bring back your sister. No. And that she's the reason for your sister. Yes, I know, I know. So keep that in mind, how yeah. much you hate her. Yeah, and maybe so, that will help get rid of it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna let you know, I might actually want, because I know I gave you guys the potion that um, Danica made, but I might actually want that cold resistant potion for myself, just in case she takes it away and I get really cold. And buy gloves. I don't think it'll work that way. Yeah, I don't <sighs> think it quite works that way. If she wants you frozen dead, she'll just freeze you dead. She's a fucking goddess. Minor or not. True. But yeah, just to let you know, I bet let's um we should get back to planning, but just just an FYI. That's that's the full Vistra experience. Mm -hmm. Well, there Are is you another sure way that's around everything? This. Hmm. I'm actually interested in hearing the answer too. That everything. What more are you hiding, Vistra? This seems to be a running theme with you. That's it. I'm going to inside check her. Okay, do it. I don't fucking believe that. Apparently, Lysidian does. <laughs> I mean, Vistra's being completely honest. Uh, it's going to be seven, so you're off the hook, bitch. <laughs> Look. You're obviously an alcoholic. Don't let it slow you down, and I don't care. 
And if you betray us and sell us out to Oril, you have a strong body and I'd be happy to use it as a shock troop after I kill you. Fair? I mean... This is after I you would wait. betray me, of course. I'm not gonna betray you. Then you don't have to be a walking, uh, walking sword sponge. What I'm I mean, saying, though, fair, right? Mm -hmm. Is it? It's predicated upon you betraying. Which, if you're not gonna do, that's yes. not gonna happen. I haven't betrayed you guys yet. I'm not ah. saying you are. But that's the thing. The knife in the back is always the most painful when you've taken plenty of time to pinpoint where it's going in. Still, I actually trust you, Vistra. I don't think that you are the type to orchestrate an evil plan. I think you follow your heart. And as far as I can tell right now, it is still um, not frozen. Thanks, Augis. You're welcome. So, we must head across. I need the Codicil and Professor Scant, both of which are on the island of Solstice. Again, just a quick reminder, this is... Valen is, is a early 60s, late 50s Judy Dench with an eye patch. So please, please just translate her, her sound across for me. I don't think you have to worry as much about Aurel. She's a goddess, but I honestly think that any god who chooses to live among mortals is hiding from something. And anyone who is hiding from something is obviously not all-powerful. She's a minor goddess at best. Why else would she go up here to the... ends of the earth? Good point. My thought is this. If we go to the island and reacquire my codicil and Professor Scant, then we can enter the Ragged Glacier and find what I'm looking for. We don't even have to go after Oral at this juncture. If you wish to, you can. However, it is my thought It's my belief that there is something inside of Yithrin that may hold magic beyond our wildest dreams. Something capable of lancing that frozen boil. If you wish to fight her now or later, it doesn't matter to me. My goal remains the same. To find the Codicil, and to find Professor Scant, and then to find Yithrin. 
Now, it's been about a month since we first discussed Yithrin. Actually, it's been about two months since this first came up. Uh, just a quick reminder, did that name come up at all? Yithrin. Something about it a city? It doesn't bring any... It's not ringing any the... bells, and I don't think I ever wrote it down. Okay, was, that that the Atlant was that the Atlantis? It was the fake Atlantis. They made yeah. a version of Atlantis. So... Uh, actually, what I can get is anybody who wants to can make me a very high DC history roll. I'm going to put my... You're hmm. at 16. Oh, plus three. I'm going to spend my point of inspiration on this because I like to be smart. Natural 20. Did you actually? Okay, it's, uh, Holy nine, shit, really? 19 plus my history. Uh, it's going to be 26. Six. Okay. Well, let's ch let's check the let's check the energy. Okay. So, what'd you get, Callie and uh, Callie and Cat? What'd you get? Also, how do you spell it? Uh, Yithrin is not going to be the part that you're going to know. Uh, you're going to get Netheril. Okay. Which is I just want to write it down. For so me it's now. Nether I L, like okay. Netherworld, but with I L at the end. Mm -hmm. of it. What'd you get? I Kat? got sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Twelve. 12. Okay, so somehow Vister knows about this, which doesn't make any damn sense. Do you even have, have history? Do you have history? I tagged? do. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. proficient in it. Plus three, man. So it's 20. Allie's not. She cares more about Plus nature. seven, bitch. So, like I said, I need your help to find an ancient city buried beneath the ice. The city, Yithrin, is a lost fragment of the Empire of Netheril, whose wizards created many of the magic objects that you have found we have found scattered across the world today. This place holds magic beyond our wildest dreams. We might even find something there to end this winter. I knew you'd be interested. Netheril is a name that both of you will recognize. Vistra, you will recognize it just as uh, you got a total of 20 what? 3. 23? Okay. Mm-hmm. Netheril is an ancient society roughly analogous to Atlantis in many ways. It was a magic, a magic, um, a magic civilization so powerful that it could reshape the world. They used magic to raise their cities to the sky. It was incredibly, incredibly powerful. So much so that many of the magic items that still reign supreme around the world of the Forgotten Realms are ancient relics of the past. This is very similar, just literally saying, I'm looking for Atlantis. Um, if Lysithian isn't salivating, they probably are now. As I said before, using divination magic, the Arcane Brotherhood has learned the city of Yithrin once floating in the sky, is buried deep inside of the Ragged Glacier. The Ragged Glacier can be cracked open to a place where a waterfall once flowed down its side, but is since frozen. We have found the waterfall. All we need now is the magic to break open the glacier. This magic has already been found as well. However... I do not have access to those anymore. They were stolen from me. The codicil that I had was written and guarded by Oral's followers. 
It was known as the Codicil of the White and was rumored to contain a spell or ritual that could carve a passage through the Ragged Glacier, under which the lost city of Githrin is buried. Divination magic has revealed the book is being held in a frost giant fortress on a misshrouded island in the Sea of Moving Ice, which I assume is where, given scouting and some work that my dear Pippin here has done, she pets the owl on her shoulder, is where Oral begins her nightly rides on her rock. And then, of course, Professor Scant. Professor Scant was stolen from me. It's an orb, a family heirloom, stolen by another member of the Arcane Brotherhood named Nas Lantomir. The orb has the personality of a scholar, is named after him, Professor Scant. Its knowledge will help us once we descend into Yithrin. Nas is out there looking for the Codicil of the White. If we find Nas, we find Professor Scant. It's a twofer. Hmm. Uh, some other things that you would know about Netheril, just so you would know Lysithian for sure. Uh, so it was a vast human empire ruled by wizards, uh, of whom mm -hmm. mastery of the weave remains unsurpassed to this day, the weave being all magic in this world. Yeah. Uh, some of what the Netherese wizards learned came from the elves. The rest came from the study of artifacts called the Nether Scrolls. The Netherese created, created magic that was more powerful than a wish spell and used it to accomplish the impossible. They could shear mountains, lift entire cities to the sky. Yithrin. Well, Yithrin you're not so sure about. But as you're looking and thinking about this, she'll turn and say, My thought is this. To hold Yithrin aloft, the Nethlerese wizards would have needed a powerful magic item called a Mithalar. When Yithrin fell from the sky, through what force I'm not sure, but I think that it survived. It would have been very hardy. It likely has other properties as well, including whew, the ability to change the weather. <laughs> Think of what this could mean for Icewind Dale. To use control weather on a massive scale, potentially with the power of a god or goddess. You might not even have to fight the Frost Maiden. Although, if you wish to, feel free. I think that our first step should be going and getting the codicil and returning Professor Scant to my possession. However, to do that, we need to find a way onto the island. However, as another counterpoint, you have given me a few days. In doing your little quests, I've pulled some strings, and I have located three potential ways to get to the island. The first is a whale. There's a whale who does ferry trips underwater over the Sea of Moving Ice. Angajuk, or something like that. The other are the griffins that you mentioned, although I do worry that flying would perhaps draw some attention from the rock. They are notoriously territorial and hate other flying creatures. The last would be to take a ship. There are some ships up at the top still moving around. 
by no. by the prison. Revel's End. Which, of course, as I discussed before, we could also check in on Valish, Nat, Valish Gant and see if he has anything else to say for himself. He is a member of the Arcane Brotherhood, and someone else who might know a few secrets about what is going on in Icewind Dale. So, three options. Of course, we could always just swim. Yister, that might be useful for you at the moment. You might actually be able to survive it. How far is it? <laughs> A few days. Oh. Mm. Yeah, no. Yester, like, yeah, very dramatically rolls her eyes. <laughs> Alright. I can manage a couple hours. Yeah, I can polymorph for about an hour, but, um... Hmm. Well, if you're actually... Oh, I guess with polymorph, um, you could probably do it. Um, I would think that... Uh, actually, let me double check. Let me see how far it is by... I mean, hold on. Let me just check the math on this. Because if we push ourselves and technically dash all the way, we'd risk exhaustion, but... Uh, so she's going to look at this and say, hmm. It's about 50 miles off the coast. Personally, I think a ship would be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Probably the best option. Probably the best option if we don't want to fly and attract the attention of the rock. Also, we can talk to the member of the Arcane Brotherhood on the way. Yeah, I did hear and... a rumor about him, actually. Okay, oh. do tell. Share your rumors. Um, uh, nothing really that hasn't already been told. Uh, just the fact that he's part of the Arcane Brotherhood. Um, has to do with that wizard that was burned in East Haven. Mm. Ah. Design. Yes, it would, of course. Well. So, nothing, nothing terribly nothing new or exciting. New. All so. right. I was going to say, if you're holding information about the Arcane Brotherhood, that's something to share. But if it's shit we already know, then we already yeah. know it. All right. Um. The difference I say is... we. No, go ahead, Vela. We'll have to be able to pay for the ship. How much does the charter cost? To go to an island of a frost goddess? Probably yeah. a hefty amount. Oh. Mm. What about the whale? Yeah, so how does the whale work exactly? If they ferry you underwater, is mm. there some kind of spell that is cast? Apparently, a wizard... Not only awakened the whale, but fitted it with a boat and a magic bubble. That sounds fascinating, and Was I'm all about bored? it. I'm sorry? Hey, wizards. Was he what? So, was he very bored? Like, that, did, he have uh, no, did he have a lot of time on his hands? Like, who gets the idea? Honestly, I, I think that wizards just tend to end up as hobbyists. They like to see what they can do. You know, levitate a mountain. Make a whale into a taxi. True, I guess. Personally, I, I like the whale taxi the most. I think if we are trying to 
avoid having to pay a hefty sum, avoid the sky. I think the whale is probably the best bet, and also that sounds absolutely fascinating. Sounds ridiculous. I'd really like to understand. Well, think about what kind of magic that takes. Like, you awaken it, and then also you manage to talk it into being a taxi oh, for people. I'm all about it, a water-breathing spell. That's incredible. All right, so what are we thinking? Whale? I'm thinking the whale. I want to see that magic in action, but that is my personal hey? opinion. Whale, I mean, whale, I'm, whale, I'm not whale. too worried, because if it pops while I'm in there, well... I, I can, can polymorph, polymorph myself. Yeah. You just polymorph into a whale. Well, if whale, it pops while you're I in... I can't. But you can Shape. resist being cold for a while. Yeah, but I'll I can't hold you my out breath the very long. That's the whole yeah, thing. Is but we breathing. can get you to the surface pretty quick. We can get you to the surface and you can dwarf paddle or whatever. Quick, quick thing. If uh, if it did pop, um, Callie would be okay. The rest of you would not be able to cast polymorph. Nope. Oh, really? It's verbal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas yeah. Callie's wild shape is a bonus action that just go happens. What were you gonna say, Lysithian? I was gonna say I'm like, there's a feat I want to talk to you about that will negate <laughs> verbal components, and I'll talk to you later about. Please, that. please. When when you hit level nine, yeah, we'll talk. No, no, I don't get anything at nine. Yeah, it's twelve. Six. It's twelve. Fuck. This, <laughs> this game goes to eleven, 11. I think. Well, we'll see how you do. Oh. Just give me a feet. Just give you feet. Just a free just, just feet. Just give me a feet. Just give me, give me feet. fifty bucks. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. Wait, no. that's the way we get stuff is we can bribe you. Dang. Fuck. No, no, no. What if I come see you on the island? <laughs> oh. After the vaccine, please. <laughs> we'll party. We'll get some pizza. We'll watch some mm -hmm. cartoons. It'll be great. That sounds great. Yes. Cool. Okay. We have a big couch. We have a big <laughs> couch, and we're gonna get a bigger TV before then. And I'm a going. big dog. I get Little shot bit. soon. It's great. Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Boy. All right. So, good. Let's take the whale. 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 All right. That was the one that you get. Well, what are we waiting for? And that was the one that you get. <sighs> so right. do we just head out or what? We can I'm leave prepared. It. All right. We should probably make it to Bremen and then head north from there. That's where we'll head, have to go to the Sea of Moving Ice. Sounds good. Let's go Works to Bremen. Works for me. So, pulling out a map, she'll show you where it is, which on roll 20 you can all see where it is. Basically, it's, um, it's halfway between the Dark Duchess and Bremen. So the map on Roll20 doesn't have anything on it. Yeah, it's just like topography. It's just, it's just there's the, no the, towns. The there's nothing. On the one that you're on right now? Oh, does it just... Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Like, so I know where the ten towns are in it. There. But there. Okay. Yep. And Bremen is here. Sorry, I forgot that on the map those are uh, GM only. Ah. Oh, okay. So... And I will just go. Whoosh. Oh, wow. Nice. Fancy. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. That looks great. Uh, okay. And 
then I can go. Sorry, I'm just turning on a bunch of crap right now. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. I am not looking forward to the rest of the like year as we keep running because I'm already getting hot. <laughs> yeah. I have my window open and my socks off, like. See, I'm cold right now, so. Okay, so there we go. And I will just go. Sorry, sorry, folks watching. I'm just going to adjust the map one last time and then there we go. I think it's because I'm wearing a wig and you're not. That's probably true. Okay. My head is warm. Yeah. And let's make our way there now. All right. I have no reason to hold no. off. Okay. All right. And with that, you begin heading out. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, gathering all of your things, you head out into the day. And off and across, up past Targus, up past Bremen, making your way then north, across the tundra. Are you taking your dogs to do this? To Bremen? Yeah, probably. Are you taking your dogs the remainder of the way? Well, I was wondering if we could, if she had any, um, of her She'll have dogs. her kobolds with her, yes. And actually, that's probably good. Dogs. So, on the way, she'll say that um, if you take the dogs up to the bell, the kobolds can drive them back home. Okay. Fantastic. I think that's fair. Of course, that means that we'll have to find a way back once we get back from the island. We can arrange that. Hmm. We can figure it out. Well. That's a I like your optimism. That sounds like a problem for future party that is not the way that we do things Bard. that's not the best thing to do i mean an increment mother like this vistra would be the only one who would survive well yeah i don't want to go worst. down that road again i've been i've how been many done hours that. do you think it takes by sled to get from the bell to bremen probably about 20 20 hours well We could always do, if we do it in very short stops, like go for several hours, shelter in Lysithian's tiny hut thing. Yeah, I, no, I, I can, can cast that as well. I can cast the hut then. I turn into a freaking dire wolf. We I have... can pull a sled. Oh, hmm. that's true. We can do that. I can always, if we can stop for the night somewhere, I can also polymorph into something and pull for an hour. Me as well. Yeah, so it would just take us longer, but we could do it. Yeah, it's not not doable. Alright. That works, then. We'll have the kobolds drive the animals back, minus one sled. Then if we need to make it back, you can polymorph into animals and run, run the sled while some of us ride. Good. That seems See? reasonable. Problem for future party. No, Ooh. there's a problem that we fixed right oh. now, Katarina. I can do eight hours. Or good. for wild shape. Good. And you'll sleep well at the end of it. The other thing oh, that's yeah. good is that you can adjust your diet accordingly. As a dog, you'd be able to eat um, 
much less palatable food. I have hunted and eaten in my form before, yes. Yes, but after a full day of pulling, you might not wish to, and just like some kibble that we bring with us. No, he always no. knows what kind of... No, Perhaps you would prefer wet food? I turn into a wolf. Thank you very much. Hmm. Well, we'll see. With that, you make your way up. It's actually surprisingly uneventful. Luck is in your side. As you mush across, you will find yourself at a frozen pier, eventually. As you approach it, you'll see that a small dome, small domed cabin faces the bay. A bloated door, covered in ice and dormant barnacles, hangs slightly ajar on rusted hinges. It looks fairly, fairly empty here. On the edge, on the edge of the water there, you see a pier with a frozen boat inside of it. Thick rime coats all of the surfaces, including those of the cabin. Do you peek your head inside? No. Completely covered, including the bed, which is draped with a thick blanket. As you look around, you will see that there... Beside the bed, there is a... <laughs> something more valuable than gold right now. Firewood. There's a small stove there. Enough to fuel a nightly fire for probably three days. Stored in six bundles. As you take a look at it, you can see immediately that the worms have eaten through it. And they're still there writhing around. But it's safe to burn. If you want it to. Looking around, you think that this place has been probably vacant for, well, decades maybe? At least years now. As you stand near the edge of the water, you see that out, out in the center, there's a one-foot diameter copper bell that dangles from a ten-foot-tall wooden pole attached to a short wooden pier in the center of the ice. There's a rope and a clapper hanging from beneath it. And, uh... For those of you who need to see this, I'm just going to move us into that map so you can just kind of see what I'm talking about. So, there you go. It waits out in the water for someone to head over and give it a ring. There's a large hole in the ice just before this bell. As well as several other holes that were long drilled in the ice nearby for fishing. The kobolds, 
the ones that are still alive. Yeah, that means one of them. Uh, will uh, turn to his zombified colleagues and mm, take dogs. Yes, take the dogs. Leave one sled. Hmm. They nod. Your dogs give you one kind of pouty look. And then the kobolds begin mushing them off into the cold. It's going to be a long run for them. Well, now what? Shall we summon a whale? I guess we ring the bell. Let's do it. Cat's going to go out and ring the bell. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. It rings a few times. You see the the sound waves strike the water beneath, echoing in the chill. Whales have good hearing, if I'm not mistaken. This could take a while. As you're sitting there, no, as you're standing there on the pier, uh, you are going to... Well, let's find out. Uh, what's everybody's passive perception again? It is... 15. 15. Okay. 18. Okay. 11. In the cold. Let's see. There we go. Oh, God. Um... That's, that's going to be a note for me, dog. Overhead, you will hear the cry of a set of large, heavily frilled birds with bald heads <coughs> swirling overhead. Three of them, actually. Vultures, giant ones, have been summoned by the sound of the bell. They circle you. And then, as you notice them, uh, that's going to be, everybody's going to, actually, everybody's going to notice them uh, circling around. Uh, they are going to begin to dive bomb. Can I get an initiative roll? Uh, it's going to be eight. Sixteen. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, anybody get above 16? 19. And what'd you get, Kelly? 3. 23? Okay, this is gonna be a ridiculous fight. Alright, Kelly, uh, Vulture, Vulture, Vistra, um, then it's gonna be Cat, Lysithian, Vulture. Oh, and, uh,. Actually, it's going to be Lysithian. Uh, would you get Lysithian? Eight. Eight? Okay. It's going to be Velen, Lysithian, Vulture. So I forgot to roll for Velen. All right. They're going to begin to cry out and come down from the sky, surging down toward you with hungry bellies, bile rising in their throat as they prepare to strike. Callie, you're going to notice them coming down immediately. These vultures swirl around you. Diving to uh, strike. 
I will jump, launch myself forward, and giant eagle! Oh god, no. <laughs> I can that... fly now, bitches! <laughs> Alright, so giant eagle, go ahead and make me an attack if you're going to try to attack them as a giant eagle. Fuck yes, I've got better flying, better armor class, like the whole lot. <laughs> you could also do a giant octopus from here. But that's not I would flying. rather be a giant eagle, because then I can chase them. That's fair. All right, uh, so okay. you're going to explode I just have to familiarize myself real quick with this. Okay, so um, giant eagle, you've got a strength. Okay, so I can multi-attack. It does a beak and a talon attack. Mm -hmm. D6 and two D6 plus three. Okay, so that's a multi. Uh, so I think I'll do green for beak and purple for talons. Fuck yes. Got a nap yep. 20 on one of those. Oh no, which one? Uh, that one was the talons. Um, the beak. Oh no, got, that's the awful one. The beak got a nineteen. Okay, hit. those are gonna be two hits. The first one's gonna be one d six plus three. The next is going to be four d six plus three with your crit. What are my? Just, we'll just let Callie circle around and then take out all the. Callie is going to launch herself, shifting mid launch. With like that, ear, an ear-splittingly large eagle scream. All right, well that's two fives right off the bat. Uh, so that is twenty-three on the talons. Oh god! And seven for the beak. Okay, uh, flying upwards, with, ah, you're going to explode into a giant eagle, um, and you are going to just impact the center vulture uh, so hard you're going to see your 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 claws are going to rip into it and spread its rib cage apart, and you are going to dive in and rip its heart out um. with a single fluid motion. Just and you know that kind of little gulping toss that birds do to eat. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm hungry. Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, so that what? is Vulture. I'll drop it to land on the ground. That is Vulture 1's turn. Uh, damn, son. And I'm going to use my movement to fly up. Okay. Because so I've got 80 feet of movement fly speed, so. Sounds good. One moment, please. As you fly up. Uh, sorry, one moment. That's good. And thanks for telling me that you guys can't see anything, Hayden. I'll just fix that real quick. And... No, I just want... That should be off. Okay, hold on. Thing. Can you see stuff now? Let me check. Uh, let me refresh. Uh, let me refresh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna refresh. Oh, Real well, it, quick. I can fix the refresh. No, it's still black for me. 
loading Waiting for it to load. There we go. Yeah, black. Why is it still black? Oh, it's because... Yeah, it's still black. Oh, I know why. Hold on. <laughs> dynamic because... lighting or it's whatever. It's the dynamic lighting, so... Like, whoosh, that sh there we go. Oh, there, there we go. Goes. There we go. Oh, wow. All right, so not that it really matters. Um, okay, so... And I will... I will just kind of remove him for a minute. So... Whoosh. Okay. Uh, just so you can see kind of the layout. It's not important to the fight. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so uh, the second vulture is going to scream at the death of its colleague because they worked at the same office together uh, and is going to try to dive bomb you, Callie. Or it's going Can to try. It? Uh, it's going to. So it has a fly speed of 60, so you flew up and over it. It's going to try to hit you from underneath. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have an armor class of 17? No. What is it? 13. Okay, then you definitely have an armor class of at least 17, uh, or at most 17. Uh, that is going to be two hits as it strikes you. That is going to be 2d6. Oh, are you kidding me, really? Okay, you're going to take three points of slashing damage. Pardon me. Uh, that was bad math. Five points of slashing damage uh, as it comes from underneath you and rakes you with its talons uh, and is going to beak you for... Uh, eight points of piercing damage tearing into you. Vistra, you are on the ground. This is all happening about... Uh, one of the vultures is 60 feet overhead and is preparing to dive bomb from the looks of it. The other is... Um, uh, what was your max fly, Callie? It was 60? 80. 80? Okay, so the other one's at 80 feet. What do you do, Vistra? Okie dokie. Um... Huh. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Um. Can I hold a reaction to throw a javelin if went until it gets 30 feet? The one that looks like it's about to dive bomb. Can I hold a javelin? Is javelin only 30 feet? Uh, 30 and then yeah, 120 feet for disadvantage. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yes, you can. All right. Okay. Katarina. So then, yeah. She just moves, I guess under it slightly? I don't know how, the, how this fight's looking. She's just, yeah, prepping to throw Javelin if, when it comes near her. All, All right. right. So, um, these two were beside each other, right? What what the, what these these two? The, the, the vultures? Uh, they are no longer beside each other at all. No. no. Okay, cool. One of them is up at Cali, another one is dropping to the ground dead, and one is preparing to dive bomb. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, so the one that's dive bombing... Um... One more time, how far was it, was it away? 60 feet. 60 feet. I'm gonna shoot it with the crossbow. Okay. Um, Make me an attack roll. I will. I botched. Sounds good, all right. Let's see how bad this botch is. Okay. Uh, you are going to raise your crossbow, aim it flawlessly, and ping! The string on your crossbow is going to snap. Damn it. You can replace it, but it's going to take you at least two rounds to do so. Ah! Okay. Uh, Here goes that stupid thing! Alright, actually, I don't need this dragon anymore. Okay. And, uh, alright, Velen uh, is going to... I think that's outside of my reach. 
one sec. So, she looks up, sees what is happening up ahead. Oh, you know what? No, it's not. So that is within... Oh, uh, she's going to cast Magic Missile. <laughs> because... Fuck it! Wait. Do it, do it, do it. Fire. Yeah. Because, hey, auto hits are great against flying opponents. Mm-hmm. She's going to raise her Wand of Magic Missile and... Three bolts of arcane energy are going to fly out. One, two, three, eight points of damage to that vulture as it roars through the air and begins descending. Not quite yet. Lysithian, you're up. It's coming down toward you. I am going to Scorching Ray at second okay. level. Alright, and that has a range of, of 100, 120 feet, actually. Cook this bird. I would like to cook a bird. Let's have dinner, folks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the first Alan's one. That's a natural eating. fucking 20 on my Among Us dice. I have to take a yes. picture of it because it's the little that, crew maintenance and really that, cute. That's sus. That's sus. Hey, Emergency that is meeting. So sus. I'm taking a picture of it and I'll put it in the group chat. Suck a dick. <laughs> so the first one is a crit. So I'm going to roll that damn bridge. Okay. Roll that damn bridge. Okay, so that was going to be six. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 damage <coughs> on the crit. Okay. I'm gonna roll Goblin Slayer dice. Let's fucking go. Okay, that's gonna be uh, uh, 16 to hit. 16 to hit is a hit. Roll me damage. Woo! I'm using different dice for each one because fuck it, I have dice. Okay, there's going to be seven damage on the second one. All right, two Scorching Rays are going to strike up. It's only two that are hitting, right? No, there's three okay. rays. The first one was a crit, so that's why I rolled. Okay, so and you're die. rolling separate, so I'm just going to put this out here. Uh, the first two rays are going to hit this thing center mass. The second is going to take its head directly off. Woo! You still have one more Scorching Ray that you haven't designated yet. Can I designate it to another one? Will you allow me? I'll allow it. Cool. Vistra. Because it's going to be a 22 to hit, so... Okay, that's a hit. Roll me damage. Vistra, the other one is descending now if you want to throw a javelin at it. I rolled sure. two ones, so that's two damage. Two damage? I would love to it's throw like a javelin at It's just it. a little crispy. Okay. I'm, I'm going to shish kebab the, the bird for right. the scorching. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Give me an attack. Okay. It begins to dive bomb you after it's on fire. It's a phoenix. It's coming for you, Vistra. Um, that's going to be a 26 to hit. That is an absolute hit. Roll me damage to shish kebab. By the way, don't eat a vulture. Don't eat a vulture. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't eat carrion birds. Okay, that's that's pretty nice. Um, That's going to be 10 points of piercing damage All as right. I try and shish kebab this uh, you are going. You're going to hear that really satisfying... <laughs> noise as your javelin finds purchase and we are at the top of the initiative with Callie excellent um I'm gonna dive on whatever is left uh it's the one that's scratching your belly who has now noticed that both of its friends are dead and is starting to look very panicked alright um screech in its face and talon and bite okay sounds good 
Alright, well that is going to be a dirty 20 and a 17. Oh god, those are both hits. Okay. Let's do this. So it's 2d6 oh, and 1d6. <laughs> okay, um, so that is 13 on the talons and 8 on the beak. Alright, how much? 13 on the talons? Yep. All right, uh, you are going to just crush this thing's throat and tear its head directly off. And with that, the fight is over as quickly as it began as an explosion of feathers and blood strike the ice. And then something unexpected happens. As you are heading back toward the ground, you're going to see a couple of dark shapes move underneath that hole. And then suddenly... An explosion of water drenches hmm, drenches Katarina for sure, uh, and drenches uh, Lysithian and drenches Vistra. still up in the air. You're still up in the air. Yeah, yeah I know. The splash isn't that big. And then you're going to hear like kind of like the sound of like this like like large fleshy sound as three seals leap onto the ice and start going and kind of cheering from the looks of it. It looks like these vultures were giving them shit earlier today. I gotta retrieve my javelin from the the bird. I hate being wet. Press the digitation. You wanna give me one of those? Yeah, can you, uh, can you do that you, to other people? Doof, doof. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh. Callie's going to carry the vultures over to the hole. All right. Uh, as you're looking around in the hole, it the vulture heads down, and then suddenly a long spiraling horn pierces the water with one of the vulture's heads on the tip of it, and a narwhal will breach the hole and look at you. It makes narwhal noises, which I don't know what they sound like, so... Vaguely dolphin-y? Vaguely dolphin-y. I was going to say whale-y. <laughs> Looking around, you can see that beneath the water here, there appear to be quite a few different animals. Seals, of course, as well as narwhals and dolphins. Actual dolphins down here in the cold. Huh. Hmm. Allie's going to land and kind of waddle up to one of the seals and kind of bump noses. It's going to... Uh, make me an animal handling roll real quick. <laughs> um, what is my animal handling? It's wisdom. Uh, so that is 26. It's going to kind of... And then roll over and go... <laughs> start slapping its belly. I don't have Callie enough... Of, start flapping her wings. Hold on. She's going to enjoy this while she's turned. Uh, it's just going to take 10 minutes to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. So 10 minutes pass as as uh, a couple of the seals are playing around with the eagle and splashing it. Or like, um, and the narwhal keeps like, every you time. They will start of... dancing foot to foot. <laughs> How amusing, Valen says. Uh you have speak with animals on after these ten minutes as the rest of you are getting warm and cozy hanging around the ice. What do you do, Vistra? 
This is gonna walk up to the seals and say, Hello there! How's it going? Fish. Do you have fish? I don't. But fish I can probably good. get some. Oh, can I understand Callie now too, as a bird? So, Callie, you can't understand me, but you can understand Vistra. Speaking in animal tongues. This is going to be a fun three-way conversation. Um, do you have fish? Uh, I don't. Do you have food? Um, I have rations, but I don't know if you'd like that. I don't like rat. No, um, it's like, uh, no. Um, I could get fish. Have you seen a big whale around anywhere? Yes. Where? Big whale. Close? He's coming. Coming? Okay. He's far uh, away. Yeah. Heard the bell. How far? Good, good, good. I'm glad he heard it. He's um, coming. How how much longer do you know how Not long, long it takes him? Not you long. Quantify the time. Not long. Not long. Ellie's gonna oh. look at you and be like, "Animals aren't smart. They don't necessarily know time. Animals don't understand time." I know, but they could know like sunset, sunrise. Not in this place, they can't. That's true. Remember, there the sunset and sunrise here. has gone down to a third of what it used to be now. That's true. Which, by the way, right now, Callie can still understand common and everything. Cause mm -hmm. So you just can't understand the seal. Yeah. Unless they speak Orin. They do I not. understand that. They do not. Something else in the or future. Giant eagles can understand that. So. Oh, can they really? Yeah. Do you gain their proficiency? Really? That's interesting. I would think so. I don't think you do because it's mental. I think you just gain the physical okay. attributes. But that would be a neat idea for a special subclass where you gain the animal's proficiencies. As well. Yeah. Okay. That would be cool. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the future. Okay. Mm. Hunters. Avoiding hunters. It'll take him a while. The people that hunt him? Mm. Men. Boat. Oh. What kind of mean? What do they look like? Do they look like me? Do they look like... The points to Katarina, points to Lysithian. Mm, Do they oh, size like that one? Points to Katarina with the flipper. Um, are they bad men? Like, do they do they come from like where we came from, or do they come from like a different side of the, the sea? Don't know. They are they are here trying to catch Angajuk. That's unfortunate. Maybe they want to eat him. Or probably hunting him for his whale blubber. So eating him? Using him to keep warm. And eating him, yes. Huh. So there are people, other people on the sea that might be a problem, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good to know. Any other dangers, like, things I sh we should be looking here for? We're not used to being on under the water as much. We like Oh, you'll be safe. Above. If you if you ride him, you'll be safe. Okay. Other people do it sometimes, too. Vistra, can you make me a quick roll? Since you're you're hearing this, can you make me uh, just make me an error roll? I want to see if you remember something. Okay, I add nothing to intelligence, so this is great. Nope, she doesn't remember. She rolled a okay. five. Okay, sounds good. 
She's she's smart. Hmm. So now what? I guess we just wait. Is there any other things that were bothering you for the whale? Oh, he's here. I guess you didn't say not long. If a seal can smile, the seal smiles. <laughs> and then we'll dive back into the water. And at that, you were going to feel the ice start to tremble. Tremble. And tremble. And then... Callie's going to launch into the air. Okay. Just let you know, guys, apparently some people are hunting Angerjack. Um, so we might need to watch out. A tremendous, a tremendous sperm whale appears in the depths. You hear echo beneath your feet. It swirls around in the open space beneath your feet, making whale song noises. You can hear little chittering responses from the dolphins echo up. The conversation goes on for a minute, but Vistra, you have speak with animals up, so you'll hear, are you okay? In a deep, resonant, slightly echoing voice. Everything's fine. Who are these people? Oh, they want to talk to you and ride you? I think. They're not the hunters. What's that on your horn? Oh, one of the vultures. They killed him. Hmm. To know. And then suddenly, with surprising agility, the old whale is going to turn and out of the hole, looking at you with its broad eyes. Now, up top this whale, you can see that a number of tasseled, like a harness, is in front of its broad, uh, it, its, I guess not nose, but the broad front of its head. On its back is built an immense ship strapped into it like a saddle. It looks at you. And uh, just a quick quick visual description. You feel me, fam? Fucking cool. Right. You can see why I wanted this one. It's crests the water. It surfaces through the hole in the ice, expels a gush of seawater from its blowhole, which once again is going to drench you all a bit, and then settles itself up on a height that um, is about flush with the uh, the ice uh, and boat. It's going to look over at you. Yes, it says to you in common. How can I help you? Looking to go over to the island. Which island? The Frost Maiden's Island? The Jagged One. Yes. I was going to say, do we know specifically what it's called? Uh, so you can just you know enough to describe its location basically. Okay. So it's the the isle the island of Solstice. 
Okay. I couldn't remember exactly the name, so I'm like, I can't fucking remember. It's the episode title, you know, as you do. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> as you do. Cool. Mm. We are looking to uh, go to the island of Solstice. I know the place. Would you be able to take us? Yes, I would. We'll take time. That is okay. Hop on, he says, leaning up yet against the ice. Lysithian's just gonna just try to pace themselves, but they are like almost running towards this bubble. <laughs> Cat's going to head straight over to it as well. All right, so stepping onto it, what you will notice first of all is that uh, the boat is bone dry. Like the outside isn't, but the actual... Actually, pardon me, the the, the saddle that it is attached to is still slick and wet from the icy water, but the boat atop is bone dry. You should be fine. Allie's gonna land and shift back. Poof. Oof. Heavier. Lighter. Hello. Hello. Island that you're going to is the one with the big nasty bird. Nasty bird? I think he's talking about the rock that she rides atop. Oh! Oh! I've then yes. Some run-ins with a big, nasty bird in the sea of moving ice. I don't like him. But I'll take you. A deal's a deal. I'm not really a bird. I can just turn into one occasionally. I'm not really a whale. Cool. I was just born as one. And will die as one. Well, okay. Sure. All aboard. Right. Valen will step on fun. as well. And, uh, hold on. And suddenly it will dive. And the moment that you are bracing yourselves for a bit of ice water to flood into your lungs, you will dip beneath the waves. And suddenly you'll see a bubble will appear around the boat, full of crisp, clean air. This magical bubble clings to the side, and as you dive underneath, do you touch it? What do you do? This is yeah. gonna touch it. This is this so is cool. Magic, this is weird magic. No, I'm just, uh, how, how hard are you touching it? Just oh, not very, hard at all. Are you poking it? Like, kind of like the you, weird, you, like- You went like this first. You went finger pokey. <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit. Your finger's gonna go through it. And get really cold, and then you're gonna pull it out, and it's just gonna go. 
and like reseal. You will hear an echoing voice kind of go through the um, through the wall, kind of distorted. It's one way. Don't don't fling yourself through it. Good to know. So I'm hold going on. To, like, put Enjoy. my hands. Oh, you're gonna put your hands on it. It, it I'm feels. Gonna, like, put re- my hands on it. It feels like... cold. It's like touching a soap bubble, but what with like the the resistance of like plastic, and it's freezing cold. Oh, Lysithian immediately cool. pulls out just like their journal and starts like writing like notes f- and like touching it and then writing more notes. It's like a thin Allie's water. Allie's gonna lean over your shoulder and suggest more things to write down. It's a waterbed <laughs> made of frozen water, basically, or ice water. And with that, you begin to descend toward the Isle of Solstice. Angajuk says to you, This will take several days. In the okay. meanwhile, enjoy the ride. Would you like the tour package? Oh yeah! Oh yeah, absolutely. There are yeah. many sights to see. So, yes. Question: It's not in my printout of beasts. What CR would you say a whale is? Oh, it's a. Now that I've had a chance to study one. Oh, that's true. Uh, I think... Oh, is God. It not There's no stats in my list. Okay, yeah. well, let's check. Let me check something real quick. So a dolphin would be CR... Because I know you can turn into a dolphin. Yeah, for... Killer whale is challenge rating three. Oh, okay. Ooh. So that's pretty close. Uh, so a small whale you could turn into soon. Probably a whale this size, I think is CR4 or 5. Um, wait, do they have it in the book? Uh, a sperm whale? Oh, actually, no, shit. I actually, to turn into this whale, he has his own stats in case you guys decided to kill him. Oh, so. what? Who the well, fuck? Why would you want to kill him? A sperm whale is CR8. Yeah, no, I just looked at Yeah, but... But, uh, hold on, let me just see. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight this guy. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, his bite alone uh, is 3d8 plus 8. And oh. if uh, if the creature is large or smaller, they have to succeed on a DC 14 dex or be swallowed. Ah, uh, At which point no. they start being digested. Flashbacks, no thanks. I'll pass. All right. Hard pass. Okay. And with that, hmm. Angajuk begins heading out on a really simple three-day tour that will take you to the island of Solstice, where your real journey begins. Enjoy the ride, he says. And I think we're going to call a game here for the night. Woo! This has been great! Hell yeah! Fly. I had combat in the air, now we're riding a giant sperm whale! This I'm is so awesome! fucking excited, man! I'm glad you went with Could, that one, because okay, like so- the... What? So, so we think killer whales are like CR three. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, killer whales are CR three. I just looked it okay, up. Okay, can we have seen some in this trip? Yeah, sure. Sweet, because next level I can turn into one. <laughs> nice. Dude, I'm like, I'm feeling you on druid vibes, because I'm like, but turn into things though. I can turn into creatures as CR love level of my level Holy divided by three shit. rounded down. Yeah. So right now I can but, do CR2, 
Next level, though, it's CR3. A killer whale has a, uh, a 5d6 bite attack. Yeah, dude. dude <laughs> I love being a druid. Wow. This is great. All yeah. right. So I I am, whales, I are, whales are hard things. It's true. Which, thank you so well. much for all the raids. We just had Nat yeah. 19 and Dungeon Knight oh, raid us. Yeah, Nat 19 uh, raided. Oh, Heckin, hello, my loves. Oh, I you love so you. I don't oh, know Dungeon Knights is here. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I saw Dungeon Knights popped in too, but I don't know if you nerds are still here in the chat. Tell me if you are. But I love you guys so much. Thank you for raiding and seeing me in blue. I'm but willing to love, I love you, you too. Guys. Show up more often. Yeah, I know. Let's fucking, hang out. Um, Dungeon Knights gift key says, but fucking... Dude, tonight was so fun, and I oh pranced. I'm a real elf now. You're a real elf. I'm Callie. Yes? If you want to make me happy, do the one thing that Tia has never done, and that's when you get into a fight, jump off something and turn into a killer whale on top of something that you're landing on. Ha! Fuck yes! Because so technically, heavy. because like no. basically, depending on how high you jump, I might just make you just pop out of your form and lose the wild shape. But it's going to be worse than what happens to what you land on. Or it's going to be better than what happens to what you land on. I just have always wanted someone to turn into a whale midair and be like, sumo bitch! <laughs> All I think of is the scene from um, Hitchhiker's yes. Guide to the Galaxy with yeah. the sperm whale and the potted plant. Oh, you just not have again. to give me a nice situation oh. where I can be on a tower or something and there's a group of enemies and I'm level nine. I want you to do that to the frost bitch. Just be like, oh! <laughs> The okay. people, well, give, give them the people's flipper. The people's flipper. Can Mister ride on your back and then she like jump off the? Last well, you need a cowgirl like, hat just to be like, <laughs> some slim pickings action up there. I mean, I could do a giant constrictor snake on um, Oral. That's a CR two. I think okay. I think it'll be fun. And just be like squish squish bitch, dude. <laughs> I have been bitch. like thinking. I'm like okay. What do we know about the fucking Frost Maiden? I'm like trying to like go for him because I'm like, I'm, I I can turn I into a giant elk. <gasps> I'm gonna be not very good for this fight. Visser just hits things hard. That's that's, that's but, her, but uh, keep hitting her I, hard. Mm -hmm. I have like I picked specific spells that I'm like, okay, how do we do this? Because this bitch needs to go. She needs to die. So um, looking forward to this. The next couple games, just to let you know, are going to be there. You can do a straight shot or you can putter around a bit. If you putter around a bit, there is some cool stuff or certain death, depending on what I roll. I, so. I'm going to be honest. Hmm. I want to adventure around a little bit just to give you an idea. Yeah. I kind of want to adventure around a bit because I'm really, really curious about this island. But there's also a rock. Yeah. So on one hand, a rock, but on other hand, a rock. It's true. Um, I will say real quick that as Angajuk is taking you around, he's going to show you a bunch of shipwrecks that have landed on the island, which <gasps> could be interesting. Cool. So Ooh. you will have options there. So, uh, so hey, that is going to be it for us tonight, though. We love you very much. Thank you for coming out. Dungeon Knights for being here. Nat19, thank you for being here. We should do something. We should chill. Um, and, uh, everybody who's stuck around and watched us tonight, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to come thank tomorrow you. night for Candlekeep Adventures. It's going to be great. It's going to be gonna so gonna fun. Be, it's going to be wonderful. We're going to run a game. It's going to be good. And, and it's going to be even better because we got some great people in it. So, uh, that's going to be it from us tonight here on Rhyme of the Frostmaid and Dork Tales.
We will see you next time, everybody. Bye, Goodbye! Rhyme of the Frostmaiden is a Dork Tales production. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark, and it stars Hayden Davio as Lacithian Callisto, Robin Halford as Vister Dankill, Mike McGee as Katarina Firestring, and Christine Rattray as Callie Thornhill. To watch us live, visit twitch.tv slash dorktales, or you can view our back catalog on youtube.com slash dorktales. Want to help Dorktales grow? Rate and leave us a review and share us with your friends. Our opening theme is Cold Journey by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Winter Night, also by Alexander Nakarada. A full list of the music used in this episode is available in the show notes below. Ambient music and sound effects are by tabletopaudio.com, one of the best free tools for dungeon masters anywhere. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and benevolent. Our demonic producer, Scholten, who has a bit of a Faustian pact in mind. Our heroic producer, Nibelheim, who came from afar. The prince of the Patreon, Taryn, who takes levels in generosity. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom. Bob Kessler. Dave, also known as Frog Legs. Our level 10 hero, Trizelta, also known as James Bodage. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month. Mike McGee and their glorious nails. An actual guinea pig. Dale Cope, the eternal student of life. Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat. Evan, longtime listener, first time patron. Mike Baxter, first of his name. Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine. The Mysterious Dark Horse, the great and powerful Nacro, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the new girl in town, and our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Caitlin, Amy, and Batran. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dork Tales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.